Alrighty, welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode, Microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the extremely detailed mechanics of a game called Crash Pandas by Grant Howitt. Uh, it is all of our first times playing, so we might make some mistakes. If you enjoy the mechanics, you can find Crash Pandas at gshowitt.itch.io, spelled g-s-h-o-w-i-t-t dot itch dot io. And uh, you can play for yourself. Uh, normally, you guys might hear my voice as Rufus T. Carbuncle, but today I am the GM or game mechanic... <laughs> and I have some friends coming along for the ride. So we're going to start that off. Speaking of our friends, we are joined by Graveyard. Hello. Um, I am a six foot, six inches tall uh, automaton. I am a brassy copper in color. I'm 50 years old. And all I've known since when I became awakened is work. I work as a night watchman. And uh, I also moonlight with the fire-breathing kittens. And Ignatius Cogbright? Good evening. My name is Ignatius Cogbright, uh, adventurer, uh, raconteur, and uh, inventor extraordinaire. Um, I am a two-foot, six-inch, two-foot, eight-inch with my shoes on gnome, uh, dressed to the nines in a crisp suit, with a uh, beautiful cravat and uh, matching uh, vest. Green brocade, of course. Uh, I have joined Five Breathing Kittens to go out into the world and uh, discover what inventions the world is hungering for that I might feed it with my uh, uh, great wit and uh, ingenuity. Also joining, joining us is Catherine Scott. Hey! <laughs> um, I'm... Catherine Scott, and I'm dressed like an HVAC repair technician. They say, uh, what does the HVAC repair technician say to the upset customer? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. They'll be fine. They just need some space to vent. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no. Uh, no. And I'm going to be using a character voice today. I'm trying to learn a new one. Uh, it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we are also joined by Chico Barrett. Nice to meet y'all. I'm Chico Barrett. I'm a three foot, four inch tall, 40 pound uh, rabbit folk. Um, you can, you know, looking at me, I look like a desert cottontail. Got tan fur with white belly and chin and got orange paws. And I'm wearing a cotton shirt. Denim overalls, straw hat, and got backpack filled with straw. Alrighty. Uh, so you guys all find yourselves in the guild hall in the evening. It's um, after dinner. It's uh, kind of a nice, calm night. Maybe the insects are chirping outside. Nusi, the bartender, is at the bar. Um, and you guys are in the tavern doing whatever it is you do. What are you guys doing right now? <laughs> Uh, I, I, Ignatius would probably be sitting in the corner tinkering with something, trying to uh, build a better mousetrap, if you will. 
Um, Chica would be just sitting in a corner, probably on a chair, just minding his own business, just making himself some straw dolls or folding some origami, just doing something with his hands, just smiling away, just having a good time. Graveyard Shift is uh, currently praying uh, because Mother Creator and Father Creator taught me that a good boy tell, says his prayers every night after dinner. And you don't see Catherine anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> um, so you guys are, you know, just chilling around. Maybe you all recognize each other um, in the in the tavern. But suddenly you guys are all alert, alerted. A lot of those, I don't know why that was hard for me to say. Alerted to a loud rumbling growling noise outside of the guild hall and it sounds like squealing and groaning and all this stuff and there's a lot of commotion outside oh shucks that sounds pretty interesting i want to take a look at that anyone come out and join me i may as well it sounds like something interesting is happening outside if anyone needs help that's my function you hear a rumbling from the ceiling a snipping sound of metal and from the ductwork rolling out with a poof of dust is Catherine. I thought that was possums. <laughs> Do you like did you like fall? Yeah. How, how high up is the ductwork? Uh. <laughs> uh I was gonna say roll alacrity. No, I'm just kidding. Um we'll get to that. Um so you guys go to the door and you open it up and I think maybe, except maybe Ignatius, None. this is new to all of you guys in the terms of you see s- clockwork vehicles, wheeled vehicles sc- stream past the guild hall. They're not like racing yet uh, because we're not to that point in the episode, um, but <laughs> they are going past the thing and there's like, people running alongside and cheering and um, it's kind of this like a procession of vehicles and you see a couple of them very weird very like flames coming out smoke steam pouring off of them gears turning and so you guys see this go by good gravy what's going on i never seen a tractor on fire like that moving around This has got to be breaking some form of laws and infringing on some kind of public safety. We need to get involved. Not unless somebody is paying us. I'll stand behind the big guy and do whatever he's doing. Yeah, I've always learned to just stand behind all them big guys, just like my uh, uncle. (laughs) Do I have two small people behind my shins right now? Not exactly behind your shins, but uh, uh, close enough that if you passed wind, it would knock me over. <laughs> Can this mechanical man pass wind? Or is it like, I don't even know. No, I don't even eat. Um, well, I mean, that's we should, encouraging, I suppose. Uh, we should probably go and uh, see what the ruckus is about. So as you say that, Graveyard, you actually see from kind of where the cars or where the these vehicles were coming from, you catch the eye of uh, somebody wearing an outfit that you would probably recognize because they are wearing the outfit of the Nicomoy town guard. And um, you see this lady rolling on a wheelchair, like a cool clockwork wheelchair after the cars. And she is not having a good time, it doesn't seem like. She's got blonde hair in a braid. 
her uh her outfit is you know a little must up and she's working really hard uh, on this wheelchair trying to catch up and she sees you guys and she kind of comes over to you madam do you need a hand you seem to be struggling a little bit uh I, I need your help. I need your help right now. My name is Inspector Bridget Hawk, and we need to catch the leader of the Rusty Gears, and he's in one of those cars right now. And and, and you all are the fire-breathing kittens, am I right? We sure are. I could pay you, and you could help me. <laughs> Catherine, did you hear that? They can pay us. Excellent. I'm in. I'm helping people is payment enough, but funds to... You know, send back home to Creator Mother and Creator Father. That I can get behind as well. And I can get behind the big guy. <laughs> uh, and so, Graveyard, she looks at you and she says, Creator, are you Graveyard Shift? Why, yes. Do I, Should I know you? No, 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 not me. But I have met your, the Quartermaster, your, your Creator Mother. And why don't you tell us her name? Because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> Of course. I'm going to Google it. It was like Lysria. I have it written down. Is it Lysria or Lysria? I wasn't sure. I'm letting you tell it. I will tell you for my headcanon, because I don't think I have a single fandom who is going to get mad at me for mispronouncing <laughs> my own person, but um, Lysria Mazurk. Mazurk. Okay. So Lysria Mazurk. And she goes, yeah, she, I met her when I was in the academy. Oh, I would have loved to meet a younger version of Creator Mother. I, maybe she was mellow back then. No. <laughs> Not at all. She was intense. But that's okay. Whipped us into shape real good. Ah, uh, yes. I see Mother never changed. <clears throat> but that's besides the point. I need y'all's help because I need somebody to drive a cart. Well, I've never driven a car before, but I think I understand the basic mechanics. The only thing I've ever driven was a was a tractor, and didn't really do any too much uh, anything fast. Just going around and messing around the farm and looking looking to run over, just you know, start some fires and whatnot. Just having a good old time. <laughs> and uh, and she says, "Well, it don't matter. All I need is y'all's help arresting that goblin jerk." Who's in one of those cars? I know he is. What, what was his name again? His name is Grizz Whistlefizz. And he killed my partner. Oh my goodness. And so she's going to kind of like assume you guys are into it. <laughs> and she's just going to be like, come on. And she's going to start wheeling her cool wheelchair. Um, if you, We don't need to roll for it, but you guys just notice that this is like a cool wheelchair. It's got gears and stuff it's like it's it's like a bicycle so she's she's not putting that much work into going pretty dang fast and so it's 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 set up pretty cool is it human powered yes it is human powered okay well i think that's really cool and we have a dead cop so graveyard shift is in it to the end i think <laughs> ride or die well we already have a die but <laughs> um okay so uh She's going to start kind of wheeling you guys along, and she's going to be like, hey, I can get you to the mechanic, and he can help you guys get set up, but I need somebody to get in that race. Because if you can get in the race and win, you can get close to Grizz Whistlefizz. He never leaves his car. And he... Well, I suppose I can give it a shot. 
Yeah, that's great. I just need y'all to come with me down to Bixby's and we'll get you hooked up. Ignatius follows behind uh, the inspector. You mentioned that you are willing to pay. How much are you willing to pay for this? Oh boy, and she, she kind of, as she's rolling along, she's like, I could give you 200 gold and one free, or one, sorry, get out of jail free card. Because <laughs> I, I mean. like to make items that might come up in other people's campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would certainly come in handy. I don't, I don't do like doing any any crimes, but you know sometimes I might get falsely accused, like I was at the farm at one time with a uh, with uh, Uncle Jerry. He was like, I, you know, I, I got accused for something I shouldn't have been accused for. What I didn't do so. Having a gal's jail free car would be great. Okay, so you guys, um, so yeah, two hundred gold and the get out of jail free card. And unless you guys have anything specific that she you want to ask her, she is going to wheel you down to a kind of where the direction of the cars were headed, kind of down, downtown, so to speak, to, uh, you know, I, we don't have a map of Nicomoy, but it's downtown. <laughs> and and, uh, and she's going to take you to this guy that she's referred to as Bixby. Um, so do you guys have anything you want to ask her, or are we just going for it? Just uh, for clarification, for visual pre- mm-hmm. reference, it's night, correct? It is nighttime, yes. Okay, are there street lights in this city, or are we, like... I'm going to say, if there are, they're few and far between, and probably magically created, okay. crafted. Like, seeing these we steampunk clockwork vehicles is funky to you. Gotcha. Um, as you guys start moving along and getting closer to the uh, garage that she's mentioned... You start hearing the sounds of revving engines and those voices again. And as you guys round a corner, you see what looks like the beginnings of this street race. Everybody's like all gathered around the vehicles, chatting and all that. And she she kind of wheels around t- into the, an alley and she goes, oh, it's happening right outside Bixby's shop. Perfect. Let's get in there and get you guys a cart. Get ourselves a cart. Yeah. Could we all participate? Of course. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I meant four cars on the road, but yeah, yeah, sure. He he's got lots of lots of cars to choose from. Well, I suppose we should uh, approach this uh, fast and furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she leads you guys over to this garage, you know, medieval garage. <laughs> and there's, it's like a barn. There's two big doors that that are ye old openable. auto shop. Yeah, exactly. And there's a little door on the side, and she leads you guys in. It's low lit, but inside you hear this like clanging and tinking of um, tools working and stuff like that. You hear steam engines going, and you hear gears moving. And uh, as she wheels in. And uh, she's like, Bixby, Bixby, it's me. You awake? And from the side, you see a head peek out. And the head is about, you know, gnome-sized. It's larger-ish of a frog person. Um, And I have deemed them human phibians, (laughs) because why not, Uh, of this yellow and purple-spotted frog person. And he sticks his head out, and then you guys kind of, like, assume maybe he's about, like, three, four feet tall based on that. But then he walks across the countertop, and he's about two feet, 
less than two feet tall frog person. He's got a leather apron on, he's got gears and tools all in his belt, and he's got these crazy goggles on his head. <laughs> and he says, Bridget, is that you? What are you, what are you doing here at old Bixby's shop? And she's like, "These, I need help. The race is happening right outside. Grizz is there, and I need to, I need to get on the, on the track. Or, or these people need to get on the track. You need to get them a cart." And uh, he, he kind of whirl, he kind of like gets into gear, and he's like, "Whoa, you guys are gonna race for?" Or sorry, I just used her voice. You're gonna race for Bridget. Oh man, it's gonna be stressful out there. Um, well, I can show you what I got. Who, who, who are you guys? We're the fire-breathing kittens. And I'm Chico of the fire-breathing kittens. I'm here to help. I heard that someone, you know, is in need of our help, uh, Miss uh, Bixby. Or, Bri- no, Miss Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, I'm I'm Bixby. That's Bridget. <laughs> and uh, you're in Bixby's Copper Tongue Cart Creations. I just opened up shop, officially. <laughs> For later. Well, that certainly is a mouthful of a a, a shop, sir. Well, you you know it's it's hard to come up with names in such a vibrant town. But anyway, look, if you all want to drive a cart and, and catch this guy, you're gonna need to see what I've got to offer. And he is gonna gesture you guys over, and Bridget's gonna like have you guys follow. Um, anything you guys want to do in the meantime, this cart is, or this shop is full of stuff. There are tools, there are lamps, there are lights, uh, there are, uh, you know, gears and pieces of stuff. There's wheels and everything. And so you guys are kind of able to roam around and, and kind of look at stuff and pick stuff up. And so this is mm-hmm. me saying you guys got these items already on your crash pandas. Uh, character sheet. So why doesn't everybody go around and tell us what silly item you grab from Bixby's shop? <laughs> well, I- I'd see uh, Straw Brew and be like, "Well, I need to get some uh, some more straw for my backpack here. I'm running low. All that stuff I'm crafting." So I pick up a broom first thing, and I'd also look around and see they got some spare tire with like a patch on. And be like, "That looks pretty interesting. I might." do something with that do something with making my making scarecrow uh uh what 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 do you call it uh like composition like i like doing i like making scarecrow art like doing different like um <laughs> just just combinations of scarecrows together put them just put them all over the place so <laughs> i'll grab that and maybe add that to my collection somewhere uh, Ignatius sees a uh, a locker with a a flame decal above it, and his curiosity gets the best of him. And he opens it up, and uh, inside is a, uh, a a jet engine that seems like he could get a couple of shots out of before it has to cool down. And he <laughs> it's very small, ironically, and he kind of tucks that in his back pocket. Uh, despite be having the single minded. Uh, objective of bringing this murderer to justice. Uh, Graveyard Shift does see a spare tire um, in the shop, understanding that we're probably going to be driving, uh, that he picks it up to bring over to ask for permission later to use. And on the inside of the tube, there is a dog mask that he didn't notice to begin with. (laughs) 
the breed of dog would be a Belgian Malinois because that's a police dog. <laughs> there you go. I was going to have to look that up. <laughs> sort of German Shepherdy. <laughs> yeah, but they have like shorter hair. They're just more athletic. Okay. Isn't that the dog in Person of Interest if you've ever seen it? I haven't seen it, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Ka- Catherine? I see a little clockwork automaton that would be very useful in ducks. You know, it's easier to clean them if you are tiny and make whirring brush motions. So <laughs> I, I pocket that uh, with permission, I assume. And I also take a pair of metal snips. These will be useful. Yeah, I, I guess suppose I should have said Bixby's like, yo, you can take whatever you need. Uh, it's going to take me a while to get this car ready anyway. And he like punches a switch on the wall and you guys watch as this wooden door opens up like it was Star Trek or something and opens up and in there are some cars. And so you guys see all these beautiful, beautiful cars of various types. And I'm going to go through four that you got a description for. But the first thing you notice about these cars is that they're real small. <laughs> they seem to maybe have been built for Bixby himself. And so all of you are probably immediately thinking, huh, <laughs> how's this Would Ignatius work? fit in them? How old and tall is Ignatius? Two foot six. It, you know, it's going to be a tight fit. Ah, uh, yes, maybe. a Mazda Miata. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so he goes over and he starts uh, revealing these four cars to you. And now the point of this part of the uh, episode is you guys are going to get to pick one. And we're going to go from there. So I have s- small descriptions for all the cars and you guys are going to need to think about this. So the first one he shows you is called the Grumbler. And so he's got little plaques and descriptions under each car. It's a larger car in design, not in the cabin, but like the body is larger and um, it's covered in spikes and armor and it like straight out of Mad Max craziness. Uh, It seems to be that most of that stuff is kind of decorative, though. It does not seem aerodynamic at all. And there is a large bronze monster like Minotaur head on the front that seems to be designed for like ramming things. And it's basically just like rusty bronze metal. Uh, the second cart that you see is called the Decapa cart. Uh, it's a convertible. There's no top. And so there's a lot of freedom of movement. But, you know, maybe it'd be more susceptible to things happening to you if you were, say, in a dangerous race. Uh, and the Decapa cart is covered in dark red splatters that look an awful lot like blood. But you can tell it's like it's like a design choice. <laughs> and there are and there are spikes on the wheels. A third one is called Brass Tax. It's a full oh, brass what? cart that is... Sh- oh, what's up? I'm sorry. Real quick about when you said spikes on the wheels. Are you talking about spikes like facing outwards? Or yeah. are you talking about spikes? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, brass Tax is just a really nice all brass car that looks like a luxury model car. And it looks heavy. And it's real nice. That's it. And then the last one is called Trichomoy. And... Um, <laughs> And it's a bright green like that name. <laughs> car that looks like a rally car. It's got like a roll cage and big wheels. And it appears to be designed in such a way that if it were to roll over, it would kind of roll itself back onto its wheels. Like a 
cylindrical like an RC shape. car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and it looks the most like maneuverable of all. Mm. So he starts showing you guys these. You can do whatever you want. What was the name of the luxury car, guys? The Brass, brass Tax. The Brass Tax. <laughs> That's a good, like T-A-X. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I love these names. <laughs> the Trick of Boy is my favorite thus far, though. But yeah. So the luxury car is just, it's just pretty looking. Yep. Got it. Style. Ignatius would be looking at uh, either the Trick of Boy or the Brass Tax, kind of inspecting... Uh, the mechanics of them and what they can do and trying to figure out how they work. You guys, we are several feet taller than these tiny clown cars. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> and Bixby's like, well, I mean, yeah, that's okay. Well, if Bridget didn't tell you that part, that is part of the uh, issue, I suppose. She didn't. You didn't tell me that it, this was going to happen. I wasn't prepared. I could have built a larger cart, but this is what I have in stock right now. And he uh, he starts kind of grumbling to himself a little bit, and he's like, well, mm, give me a second. I'm going to go in the back and see if I can figure something out. And he disappears while you guys are checking out these cars. And he says, pick one. We'll figure it out. I would either like Brass Tax or uh, the trick what is it again? Trick-a-moy. <laughs> trick it's a play on words. <laughs> he's just going to let us take it for no cost, right? So we can... Do this help uh, Miss Bridget? Yeah, she pipes up and he's like, or she says, yeah, no, Bixby owes me all kinds of favors. And, and, and he's he's like my dad. He he helped me. And she points down at her wheelchair and she just kind of gestures to her missing legs from the knee down. And she's like, he helped me with all of this. Um, but he knows he knows why I want to find Grizz and bring him to justice. So he'll he'll help. Yeah, yeah. But you probably won't be able to keep it. You probably got to bring it mm-hmm. back. Yep, Chico nods and goes back to looking at, through all the cars. So looking at the brass tacks and the trichomoy. I'd say the trichomoy between the two because that's got more utility. Did it have any drawbacks? Uh, I mean, yeah, it just didn't. It just looked fast and agile, no. None of them really have drawbacks. It's just how I'm going to arbitrarily affect your stats <laughs> later. <laughs> Which? Then I'm going to take this here beautiful brass one. It looks very comfortable and roomy. <laughs> Graveyard Shift being quite amicable and not entirely sold on the idea of how he's going to fit in there. Um, roller skates might be better for him. So he's going to uh, sit back and wait to see what the heck Bixby has in mind. Well, if uh, you're so large and he's got two of the same kind of car that's just small enough you could use them like roller skates <laughs> that might be the plan <laughs> i'm picturing someone someone standing on those toddler cars loose toddler oh, yeah. jeeps <laughs> totally. like one foot in each toddler yeah. jeep <laughs> and bridget kind of looks at you guys and she's like don't worry he's he's full of surprises he'll come up with something and at about that time you guys hear outside some revving up from these cars that are down the street and bridget's like oh crap we gotta hurry up we gotta get in that race now and she's like big speed and he's like hold on and so he comes out and he is wheeling this cart and it's just like this crazy like a overhead projector <laughs> you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. and uh and so it's like this cart with a box on it and an arm and then there's this this spotlight looking thing on top 
and it's got this big blue lens in it. And uh, and he goes, I, I got an idea, but I'm not 100% on if it'll work. But I could get you all into one of these cars if you were my size, if you were like me, if you were a human phibian, <laughs> a little frog person. And this is my frog ray. <laughs> What do you well, think? Well, it do. <laughs> what does it What does it do? It turns you into a frog, and then you could operate the cars. All right. How's well, it I work? Said- <laughs> <laughs> How, I, do you have time? I keep mixing their voices up. <laughs> do you have time for me to explain astrophysicist <laughs> type level? explanations or do you need to get into a cart right now and help Bridget wait a minute you're you're both a mechanic and an astrophysicist sure (laughs) he says confidently you got quite you got quite the uh, resume there that's amazing yeah well it takes a lot up here to build this kind of stuff and uh, he points at all the cars and everything wow graveyard shift has walked in front of it and is waiting to f- be given the way that he can go and catch this goblin guy. Catherine is so excited to be a frog. I've been many things, but never a frog. <laughs> I'm standing there too. And Ignatius figures, certainly why not, and steps in front of it. All right. And so Bixby's like, all right, everybody, hold still. And he starts whirring up this machine. And uh, you see the light kind of flick on, turn on, and start shining and shining and shining brighter at you. And he goes, Ooh, man, I hope this works. Right as he says that, he hits a button, and you guys feel this explosion of light wash over you. And you are blown backwards with a force that you can't explain into, like, one of his desks. And all the tools cr- clatter down, and, uh, and you guys take a moment, everything, the dust settles. And as you come to, you notice that you are very small and you are seeing the shop now from a, you know, up from the ground level. And you look down at your, I don't know, (laughs) raccoon paws and you see that you are covered in fur and you have the little weird (laughs) raccoon claw paw thingies and you got little whiskers coming off your nose and you look at all your friends and I would like everyone to describe what they think they look like as a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to say first, the first thing I, uh, Chico's going to do is he's going to look at his paws. He's going to be, oh, wait, wait a second. Wait, what? Oh, and you got, oh, God, we transformed into possums. <laughs> <laughs> Chico doesn't know that he got, he's got raccoons mixed up with possums. <laughs> Uh, are am I a flesh and blood raccoon? Negative. Or am I I am animatronic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so uh oh my. whatever you, you whatever you want to be, that's what you okay. are. Okay. <laughs> um you see in front of you a uh brass robotic looking raccoon with a uh pistons that help him bend where the stomach would be uh it's glowing blue uh the typical raccoon markings although what would be black is glowing blue and the rest of the fur is uh coppery metal 
um, interlocking uh, plates so that movement is is feasible. And uh, Graveyard Shift just sits back on his haunches, kind of looks at his hands, looks up at the uh, carts, down at his hands, up at the carts, kind of having a 2001 Space Odyssey moment. <laughs> and then uh, Graveyard Shift says, folks, I think... I think we've cracked it. This is not a frog, as far as I know. Uh, but I think we might be able to pilot these crafts now. Uh, Ignatius looks and realizes his clothes still pretty much fit him, just a little baggy. Uh, he is a very well-dressed raccoon now with uh, a beautiful uh, handlebar mustache <laughs> and uh, sideburns and... He looks at himself and goes, this feels a little unnecessary. Perhaps I should have just gotten in the car before subjecting myself to uh, unknown science. Uh, uh, sir, perhaps I should have raccoon-sittered. Yevchiko is going to look, look, he, he still has on, his carton of shirt doesn't fit anymore, so he just stuffs that back in his backpack, and he's still got his, his, his uh, overall still fit, but he looks at his hat, and it's, it's too big, it, ha- it accommodates for his ears, so he just goes, oh, give me a second, and he just reaches in his backpack and gets some straw and crafts a real quick little tiny straw hat, puts on his little raccoon head. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine looks like a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so descriptive. Uh, and Bixby comes over and he, he freaks out and he's like, and his little eyes do that weird frog thing. And he looks at you and he goes, oh man, I'm so sorry. The raccoons m- must have gotten into my shop again and they must have tampered <laughs> with my devices. Uh, are, are y'all, are you guys okay? And What's uh, a raccoon? What? And he just kind of gestures at... <laughs> <laughs> to all four of you. I'm not a raccoon. I'm a possum. They're possums. Wait, why are you... And I look at Graveyard Shift, his mechanical raccoon. I'm like, wait, what? What is my purpose? <laughs> <laughs> well, in this form, sir, I believe your purpose is to eat garbage. He looks at his paws again, and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, and so about that time, you, you hear some cheering outside, and you hear um, some revving up and, and all this stuff happening, and Bridget comes over, she wheels over to you guys, and she's like, look, I'm sorry, this got all messed up, but as far as I'm concerned, y'all can drive a cart now, but you're going to have to work together to do it, and uh, because you're too small to operate the car individually you're gonna have to work as a team in one car so y'all need to pick and you get get outside right now and get in that cart race and get so you're saying we need to raccoon bind our skills to <laughs> do this race that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> that guy gets it and uh and she she kind of like ushers you guys all over she's like pick a cart quick we got to get out there Catherine scrambles on top of the one that has a cage, the trichomui. Yeah. And she's got her raccoon fingers, which are too flexible. <laughs> she's like, I like this body. Um, and she's clutching onto the cage on top of the car. Okay. So are you guys deciding on that one? What do you guys think? I think we are going to 
come to a vote. I vote the Trichomoy as well. Str- I, yeah, probably the most uh, agile would be the best. Strategically speaking, it makes the most sense. All right. So. And plus, she does make a beautiful hood ornament on the top of the car. <laughs> and uh, um, game ma- game mechanic, could you describe the Trichomoy one more time? Sure can. It is a bright green car covered in gears and steampunky stuff. There's like probably in the back, there's those like, you know, on like old um, work machines, they'd have those like whistles that they would honk when it was time to break from work and they had the little flappy doos on top. You guys know what I'm talking about? And they make that like whoop, whoop noise. There's probably two of those in the back. And then um, it, it has a kind of like a roll cage type thing over the top. And it's sort of dome, domey in shape, and uh, and it has big, off-road looking tires, and it, yeah, it looks like it could it could handle rolling around a little bit, kind of like a rally car, just to give you guys kind of a weird looking rally car. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Bixby's like, I'm so sorry, you guys, help bridge it out, and in the meantime, I'll figure out how to get you back to not raccoons. <laughs> I'm I'm totally cool with staying a raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nobody suspects the raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And so he tosses you guys the keys, because there's keys for reasons, and you guys climb in except for Catherine. (laughs) Catherine's on top. Ready to rock outside. And I'll say... I do believe that a roll cage is to keep you safe inside <laughs> of the vehicle. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah. I, I've learned it's best not to argue uh, with Miss <laughs> Catherine. Not that I've met Miss Catherine before, um, but she gives off a vibe of someone I used to know. Oh my gosh. Okay, I climb inside the cage. Uh, well, I will say that for the reasons of silliness there's probably like a hatch so that even you could make that choice for you know role play purposes if you do want to climb out ever or climb back in ever i'll say that there's like a hatch up top to get up to the roof of the car my raccoon hand way. opens the sunroof climbs inside and closes it behind me so, i don't know why i didn't think this car would have a sunroof that's much smarter <laughs> <laughs> oh man Okay, so Bridget throws open the double doors and she wheels you guys outside. And outside you are assaulted by the smells of fumes and smoke and you hear the loud roaring of engines and right outside the street conveniently is the beginning of this race. And you guys see that there are four cars lined up uh, and it looks like there's a crowd of people around. And as you guys burst open the door, you get like the crowd all look and they're all like ooing and eyeing over the sudden appearance of this car. And so you guys need to make your way over there and we're not going to do race mechanics yet because we're going to save it. But basically the idea behind driving this car is that you guys are all working together to do it. Whether you're all taking a turn on the steering wheel or the gas or the brakes or doing something else, we'll go over the rules in a second, but just keep that in mind as you are operating this vehicle and you can do other stuff too. But anyway, you guys open it up. Bridget rolls up to the window and she's like, look, get to the finish line, find out if Grizz is there, and then I'll meet you guys at the finish line. I'll figure out where it is and we'll arrest him. We're going to catch him in the act because... 
this street racing stuff is illegal, but he also runs a crime syndicate called the Rusty Gears. And I know they're using this race to do other nefarious stuff. So, if we can catch him in the act, we can get him. I whisper to her, how much would you pay for us to kill him? She looks you dead in the raccoon <laughs> eyes. What do raccoon eyes look? Are they just like black? I don't know. Anyway. They reflect light weirdly, like there's glowing <laughs> green behind them. Okay. She can't quite figure out which eye to look at. Um, <laughs> but she's like, I would pay you an extra 50 gold if you let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I nod my raccoon head, my whiskers bouncing up and down. <laughs> she just says that to Catherine, though. No one else. She was making sure Graveyard wasn't listening. <laughs> um, and so you guys see, uh, as you approach, you see four cars. There is a massive gold one, siege engine style card with a rocket strap to the back. It's called the Brick of Gold. Um, you have a purple cart that looks like it's just a half circle. You can't even see the wheels. It looks like one of those silly robot, uh, fight. Remember that robot fight show? And some people would just make weird dome shaped things. I forget Mm -hmm. what it's called. Uh, that one's called the armadillo. You got just a straight up Oregon trail style wooden wagon. You can't, it's just got a cart. It's just a wagon with no horses, but, and canvas top called the dragon wagon. And then you've got a chrome sports roadster looking thing called the burnout just so you guys can visualize it and i'll keep talking about these cars as we go but they make room for you in the lineup and there is just sort of hushed whispers about who are these newcomers and all that is there anything do you we guys know want to do? yes i was wanting to know do we know who's vehicle is the one that belongs to Grizz Whistlefizz? She does not know specifically. She did not tell you. She just knows that he runs these races and he often races himself. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should get a description of uh, Mr. Whistlefizz so if we spot him, we know which goblin he is. Or perhaps we should have gotten one, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can go back. We can rewind five five minutes if you want to say that you Flashback. asked. That. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so she tells you that Grizz Whistlefizz is a uh, kind of like a burnt orange skinned goblin, super ridiculous pointy ears, like like a foot and a half back off the back of his head, and he is just covered in piercings all along his ears, all the way down, piercings of hoops and pins and all sorts of stuff and otherwise he he just has kind of a silly silly goblin grin with a gold tooth do we see any giant ears sticking out of any of the vehicles around us you cannot currently see the drivers of any of the vehicles is that because the windows are tinted or uh yeah it kind of seems like that <laughs> illegally dark <laughs> yeah it's this is an illegal situation they're all dark so you you get the feeling that you're gonna have to figure that out on the road. Okay, anything else you guys would like to know, do, or otherwise? Do we have a name for our vehicle? What was it again? Oh, Trichamoy. the Trichamoy. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Now, do we have windows? Um, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if they're going to throw stuff on the track Mario Kart style. I don't know. Right? I said it was like a rally car and had a roll cage. I'm going to say it doesn't have like a glass window. It has like that mesh kind of like protective screen up front and it's not glass okay on your car all righty 
So like liquids are going to get on us, but bigger things won't. That's, that's the theory. Okay. <laughs> Just so I know what I should be scared of. <laughs> Do we still have everything on us that we had on us before we were transformed into raccoons? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ignatius pulls out a pair of, uh, tinkerer's goggles and puts them on if there's going to be stuff coming through the windshield nice. you know they're a little bit big on him because he's a bit smaller but uh <laughs> he does that and gives everybody the thumbs up love it oh we're going to be going fast so chica's going to take like a piece of string and like strap it to his chin so don't fly off <laughs> when they're when they're out driving in the hot in the fast winds oh for your straw hat <laughs> yeah okay. so don't blow off <laughs> All righty then. So and for some reason, Ignatius has driving gloves that he puts on. <laughs> <laughs> Just universal fancy leather gloves. Um, okay, so um, we are going to talk about the rules of Crash Pantas as it actually goes now, because we are about to get into a race. And so, like I said before, some of these rules are a little bit light and i think that's the point it's kind of funny so we uh have our four raccoon racers you guys are all driving one car and you have four stats you have alacrity which is moving quickly leaping climbing swimming etc you have chutzpah carrying off uh schemes ruses lies disguises you have ferociousness which is scratch bite and maim and you have rotundity which is remain steadfast in adversity uh thanks to your roundness so you know, however you guys want to use those, think of that. And I'll, I'll call it out sometimes too, but like if you want to go out that hatch and jump in the air and do something crazy, like we'll roll an alacrity check or something like that. And so we'll we'll kind of play around with that as we can. Uh, each round you guys are going to roll, or you guys are going to pick a number on a D6 without conferring. And... We're going to all reveal them at the same time. And then one through six, we are going to do those actions, whatever they are. We'll play them out. If you all decide to turn left, you're going to spin the car around. If you all uh, say go fast, you're going to go super fast. And uh, and uh, the other cars are going to be doing stuff at the same time. Um, and then at the end of each yeah, round. And it says actions are carried out in order from lowest one to highest six. Yeah. And then at the end of the round, based on your speed, I just rolled a dice based on how fast you guys are going. And then that will give you either, it will give you successes or cool points or whatever you want to call them. Basically, you guys can spend successes to do cool stuff. And that's the explanation you get. <laughs> it's like, what does it say? It says like running people off the road. Uh, I forget. It was in the rules I'm looking right now. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Streak of head arrivals. Run chumps off the road. Do cool tricks like jumps and skids or find or create a better route. So I'll let you guys decide what you want to do with your built-up cool points. What else? Is that cool point uh, pool shared? It is or shared. Or is it? Well, like, okay. you have a pool that you can all decide how many cool points you want to use to do X thing. Let's assign one person to be in charge of keeping track of cool that points then cool. so we don't have a bunch of people. Who wants to be the... I can do that if we want. There you go. If you yeah, would. Okay. So you'll tell us when we earn a cool point, right? Yeah, it'll be at the end of each each round, which is um, basically every time you we, we um, do the one through six thing. Yeah. Okay. 
And then the main thing being no conferring, because that's hilarious. And I'm going to try to visually <laughs> describe via audio <laughs> this race to you guys. And hopefully it makes sense. Otherwise, it's going to be nonsensical. Mm. If I can just say something real quick. Oh, yeah. I was kind of trying to figure out how to do that, like confer, showing the dice without conferring. What I'm going to plan on doing is like holding up like this, figuring out which number I want to go with, have it in front of me. And then we all reveal it like that. I don't know if everyone else wants to do it like that. That's fine. Um, but we, we've we noticed that sometimes it's hard to see what people say. So we'll just reveal and then you can just say your number too. And I'll we'll just go through it there because the camera yeah. doesn't always pick it up. Yeah, I roll virtual dice just yeah. because uh, it real dice make noise and I don't want to edit that out. And you don't technically have to roll. You can choose what you want to do. And the one through six options are, number one, brake, which lowers your speed by one. Number two, turn left about 30 degrees. Number three, turn right about 30 degrees. Number four, use an item. That's it. Doesn't say how. You decide. Number five is accelerate, which increases your speed by one. And number six is an action. Again, doesn't say what that action is. It can be whatever you guys want to do. And we'll just roll accordingly. If it in if it involves your backstory or anything like that, or like a or or the story here with Grizz Whistle Fizz, you get to add dice to it and stuff like that. Does that make sense with everybody? Am I explaining it okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other questions before we start racing? I think you've been very clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. Sorry. I'm ready. Okay. So you guys roll up with the Trickamoy, this bright green rally style car, and you fit into the middle of these other cars. They make way for you. And so you guys are in a line uh, with a, you know, painted line on the ground in front of you. And we'll say there's like a dwarf with ridiculously long mustache braids that he's holding up in the air. And he's going to do like the go, the go flag. And so he's holding his own mustaches up in the air. Um, and you guys can see uh, on the left, you got the, uh, oops, sorry, I need that car. On the left, you got the Brick of Gold and the Armadillo. On the right, you got the Dragon Wagon and the Burnout. Again, you don't know which one's which, but you got to figure out where Grizz is and you got to try to win this race so maybe you can get close to him. That's the whole idea. And so if there's anything you guys want to do in preparation before we start racing, I'm going to let you do it. Basically right now, everybody's revving their engines. Everybody's, you know, you can't see the other drivers, but there's, you know, you know, you're all eyeballing each other and there's a big crowd and everybody's excited. And it's this nighttime kind of like illegal street race crowd. I don't know how to describe them. You get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, I have a question being night. I know it's illuminated with the street lights, but is it any harder to see, or is it just normal, just normal sightseeing? Or do we assume that raccoons have dark? Yeah, <laughs> we'll say for the purposes okay. of this, it's you're fine. Okay. Yeah, maybe if you like pull off into a crazy dark alley, it might be harder to see. But for the most right. part, it's yeah, it's fine. Okay, let's play Crash Pandas. <laughs> awesome. So, Everybody revs up super hard. The dwarf raises his mustaches up and he goes, go! And he throws his mustaches down and they hit the ground because they're so long. And everybody, I need you to pick your first choice here as you guys feel Trickamoy rumble to life and uh, all the other cars seem to start going. 
and we're going to all reveal at the same time what your guys' first number is. Go ahead and tell me. Real quick, I assume we're on a straightaway? For now, yes. Yeah. Sorry, let me describe the track. Yes, for now you're on a straightaway, and uh, and down at the far end of this straightaway before the corner, you see the Nicomoy Community College, and you know that you're going to have to make a turn <laughs> at that road uh, to, to get past it. So for now you're on a straightaway, but in a couple rounds there might be a sharp turn to deal with. <laughs> Also, in there's what things, direction? There's going to be some random stuff that I throw in on a D6 roll that's going to be like obstacles, too, that you're going to have to deal with. And in what direction will we have to turn? Can we see yet? You can't tell yet. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you just see the building in front of you. That's all. The T intersection. All right. So are you guys ready to reveal your first numbers? Yeah, we'll yes. do a three, two, one countdown. Okay. When do you do it? <laughs> three, two, one. Say your number. Six. Five. 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 Okay, so we got three fives and a six. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you guys all, the first three of you, you guys, you guys crawl down to the go lever, I don't know, and you <laughs> all three shove it forward with your crazy raccoon paws, and you guys, for the first round, launch forward, and it looks like for the first round, everybody's got the same idea. They're trying to get off the line, and you guys all launch forward. However, you are ever so slightly behind the cars next to you because Catherine decided that she wanted to do... Climb up to the roof, is, open the sunroof, and launch myself onto another car using my chutzpah. Okay, so that would be an action that you're using, correct? And so yeah. you guys see immediately, no hesitation, Catherine... <laughs> <laughs> goes right out of the roll cage you told her not to. And you want to jump to another... The armadillo, you, the dome car that we can't see anything. Okay. Because I feel like we'll never know who's inside unless I go investigate. But thankfully it's dark out and I'm a raccoon. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember what chutzpah is. So, okay, so you said you want to use chutzpah. I will say that's fine but you probably have to do alacrity to jump to oh. another car first okay because okay, his okay, so, is like are you trying to be sneaky once you get there uh it says carries off schemes and ruses so <laughs> I, yeah the goal is to not get caught it's not really am i gonna land on the car since we're right next to it that's so i true. know i'm gonna land on it okay i'll let you but use. the question is do i make a thud <laughs> i think in the intensity of the the getting off the line i'm gonna say you can use chutzpah because why not Okay, all right. And I've never, you know, I've never played Crash Pandas before. Yeah. So how do I? So whatever, I don't have your sheets in front of me, admittedly. So how much chutzpah do you have? Three. So you would roll three D6s and you are trying, this is, you know, are you trying to get over there and take a peek? I would like to cling to it so that in the future I can take okay, a peek so for or this crawl round, under it or you're just figure trying out how to, to get in. Sneak over there. So I'll say that this is kind yeah. of a simple task. And so all you need to do is have one success on those three dice. And a success is um, more than four, I believe. I'm, I'm looking at the rules. I'm pretty sure it's more than four. Do, yeah. Do, do, oh, yeah. Four or more yeah, is, is a success. Okay. I got two successes out of three. Okay. So ev if you go over and you succeed more, you get a cool point. So somebody track that. <laughs> and and this for the whole team. So you guys immediately watch as Catherine, the normal <laughs> raccoon, just <laughs> scrambles over to the armadillo, which was on your left, the spiky car. Okay. 
that resolves. Perhaps she went over there to reconnoiter their uh, <laughs> defenses. Just give me episode and titles. And I'd like to <laughs> prepare a reaction if that's possible. If the like in Mario Kart, sometimes people drop items, right? Yeah. If this car opens its door or rolls down a window or makes an ejection port of some kind to do an item, I want to peek inside. Okay. And I'm looking for goblins. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Anything else the other two want to do? I, I wanted to say something real quick. I'd say, Catherine, where is she going? <laughs> Guys, she's jumping over to the armadillo. Great. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Stealth ruined. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Graveyard. That, well, oh, that was more towards the party <laughs> that I'm with. And I have to pick up my voice because everyone's revving up. I don't think anyone out there would hear us. Yeah. I've got my head down on the gas pedal pushing so I didn't see her leave. <laughs> and then when I hear you, I'm like, what? Turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into round two of this thing. Oh, wait. You guys did. You guys are going... So every every speed you do is 10 miles an hour. So you guys are going 30 miles per hour, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure how to make this fantasy-oriented exactly, but you know what? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm rolling based on your speed. You guys didn't take any damage, and you gained one other cool point or success point or whatever they're called. So now we're going to jump into round two. You guys have two cool points. You can, again, use any of those options that you want. Why don't you guys all figure it out? Because all the other cars on both sides of you, one of them has Catherine on it, are ever so slightly ahead of you guys. It seems like they dedicated everything to speed on that round. Um, can I ask uh, the Game Master question real quick? Yeah. Or Game Mechanic a question? So <laughs> the, let's see, the Dragon Wagon, it's like it's like one of those pull, like, like one of those... Uh, um, Oregon Trail wagons, yeah. but no horses. So, no horses, but it's got like a soft canvas top. Oh yeah, I vote we use our uh, what, what would you call it? Cool tricks and jumps to jump on top of it because it's a soft landing. We could fit on it. I'm pretty sure. Couldn't we do that? Wait, do you mean you as a person, a raccoon? No, no, the car. Uh, I don't think that would be beneficial <laughs> because then their car would be carrying both our weight and their weight, and then we'd just be in a heavier situation. Let's slow one car down, well, and then we jump we off again. Well, why don't we just race ahead of our rivals instead of slowing one rival down? Strike ahead of the rivals, I like it. Um, uh, Sorry, yeah, so... I I started talking, but um, you guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, but I, want, I think we should streak ahead. I want y'all Same. to. I agree. Are you guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's getting real creative? Yeah, I'll say. I'm that, just excited. <laughs> that's good. I'll say. Why don't you guys all do your next round of deciding what to do, and we'll resolve that. And then, if you want to use your cool points after that, we can do that. I guess. I don't remember mm-hmm. how they when you use them. If that's even in here. Maybe you can just use them whenever. Do you guys want to use some right now? It says at the end of each round. At the end of spend successes as a group. Oh, you spend them as a group. Oh, okay. So yeah. Okay, so we'll so let's say wait that till the, the end of the round. Of... We'll have more. We'll have more cool points to spend if we wait till the end of the round. End of round two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you guys all mm-hmm. get what you want? Somebody count it down. And reveal. Uh, real quick. How fast is thirty miles per hour? Is that like sixty? That is, I believe. 
50. Pulls up kilometer per hour yeah, yeah, yeah. to mile per hour. I've, I've forgotten. Not everyone measures in okay, here, bald here, eagles We're going to say this instead. Ready, everybody? You are going <laughs> approximately. It's 48. It's 40. We're not using miles okay. per hour or kilometers per hour. We're going to use uh, units. Units per hour. Units. <laughs> UPHs. It doesn't matter because you're just going three per or you're going thirty percent fast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of a hundred. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's like Fahrenheit is better than Celsius, and I will stick by that forever because it's out of a hundred percent. Yeah. We're gonna say yeah. once you get up to a hundred, you know, you you don't have to keep accelerating. You guys can do more other stuff. But when you go into corners and stuff like, you're gonna have to think about that. Okay. Uh, we're not nearing a corner at all, are we? No, not yet. Okay, I know what I'm going to vote for. Okay, um, are you guys, <laughs> are you guys ready to reveal? Uh, before before you we reveal, um, do we see which direction the corner is going? Not yet, no. Or not yet? Oh, okay. We're we're playing this by round. <laughs> You're going to notice when <laughs> you are on top of said corner. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. Hmm. So in that case, you don't have to like. Okay, I know. I know what I'll do. Okay, I know what I'll do. If you guys are all ready to reveal, somebody can count it down, and you can show your number. Three, two, one, four, six. Okay, so we got a four, five, five, five and a six. Okay, so we're yeah. gonna start with the four, which is, I believe, he's an item. I have not waited for them to open a hole. I would like to use my metal snips. To cut one myself. <laughs> I want to do it underneath. <laughs> I actually meant to put a four instead of a six because I want to do something with my item. Okay, you can go after Catherine. That's fine. Um, so you are going to open a hole in this car? Underneath it. Yeah. So like, you know how... Oh, you're going like under the body an, of it? Un yeah, because <laughs> I'm less likely to be seen I see, way. I see. Okay. Um, She's doing a Cape Fear. Yeah, I mean... Roll, it sounds like I should see Cape Fear. Yeah, roll me a, a chutzpah check again. I'm gonna say that this is a it's a moderate. You gotta get a moderate here, uh, to get under and do it without being seen. But you're clipping your way through, and you're gonna go up through the bottom. Okay, what is a moderate? <laughs> uh, so basically, simple task is one success. Moderate is two successes. Difficult or dangerous tasks are three successes. Uh oh. Okay, so it's got to be a four to be a, a success. success. Yeah. Okay, so I got two threes and a six. So that means I only got one success. Okay, so we're gonna say that you get down under and you start clipping your way in, and you open it up and peek your head in, but they notice you, and no. so <laughs> you, in this moment, notice that a female horned uh, devilkin lady looks down in your direction and she goes what the heck are you doing in my car and <laughs> you can I, react accordingly <laughs> i would love to respond um first can i see everyone in the dome car the armadillo there's just one person oh there's just one person a devilkin lady mm -hmm. okay so i <laughs> Uh, run away and <laughs> I crawl back to the side of the car preparing to jump to a different one next round. Okay, and I'll say that you guys all <laughs> noticed Catherine suddenly scramble up to the side if that wants to affect your turn at all. Um, we're going to go to the next number four, uh, Ignatius. 
Um, so are there two cars on either side yes. of us right yep. now? You're all still okay. in a line for this moment. Um, I'm going to try to angle my jet thing so that I will push us to the side and hit two cars and try to knock them off the road. Okay, what I, is that the turbo rocket? Yes, I know that's not technically what it does in the mechanics. The mechanics, it gives me plus three to acceleration, hey. but I'm wondering if I plus three to acceleration sideways, if I can ram them hard enough to flip a car over and knock them off the road. The thing I've learned about Crash Pandas is, of course you can, because there's not really <laughs> rules for it. So, um, you guys see, now, the question I have is which side? Because one will get uh, you closer not to- the side that Catherine is okay. on. That's- <laughs> To the right. <laughs> That's good. However, you guys watch as Ignatius holds the rocket up, ignites it, and the car suddenly gets thrown into this sideways turn, hitting both the other cars. The dragon wagon and the burnout are on your right side, and they collide into each other, and everyone is kind of pushed over, you know, a good distance away. However, Catherine, now there is a large gap <laughs> between you <laughs> And your vehicle. Uh, just I did not keep consider that. In mind. that. <laughs> but I'll also That's okay. I'll check out the brick of gold next. <laughs> but I'll also say that because of the rocket, you managed to not only collide with these people, you kind of scrape the nickel or the trichomoy along the dragon wagon, busting up some of its wooden wheels and pull ahead because you got that plus three speed. So I'm going to say that that plus the other two of you guys said more speed, right? So Correct. Since you didn't turn, I'm not going to throw you off course, but basically you like bump into them, straighten up, and the rocket still had some juice, and you launch forward a little bit. And so the dragon wagon and the burnout are behind a little ways. The other two cars just kept speeding up. So now you guys are in the lead for this turn, for this round, um, by a bit. Ooh. Over how many cool points did we get? Two. We're gonna find out now because you are now, by my calculations, going 70 miles units per hour. Percent out of 100. 70 percent speeds <laughs> out of 100 speeds, <laughs> which means you got okay. So, unfortunately, the car took one damage in that collision because I rolled a one on one of the dices. So, somebody else should keep track of damage if it gets up to 10. You're going to have to fix the car. I will. Um, oh. Is it metric damage or imperial damage? <laughs> <laughs> it's metric, metric for sure. Uh, it's out of 10. Yeah, percentages yeah, are key. It, yeah. When it's in metric, uh, you also, given the countries that use it, you also need to factor in emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and then when you said imperial, my mind automatically went to Star Wars. It's like it's rebel damage. <laughs> And you got four successes on that speed roll. So is that four cool points? Yeah, same thing. Uh, I don't know if they're even called cool points or whatever, but we're that's what they are. So you have however many you have. Six total okay, right now. So keep that in mind. I'm going to reset my little map here, and we're going to go into the next round unless you guys want to spend these cool points right now. We've pulled ahead, so I'm good saving them and using them later. Unless we want to try to actually run the sucker off the road that we know is not the goblin. I'm scared of leaving Catherine behind. Well, getting over there would get us closer to her anyway. If we're trying to run him off the road, she could jump on board while we're doing that. Yeah, I'm for it. So you guys want mm. to retrieve Catherine as your cool points? <laughs> 
and it, try to run the other guy off the road if we can do two at once. I will say that you're going to have to use an amount of cool points to do that. We're going to say two to save Catherine, and we're going to say two more to run the guy off the road. I don't, that there's not fair. like a metric for this, so I'm just making it up. <laughs> um, so, you guys describe to me what you do to slow down, to move over, to do whatever, to get to Catherine and run this person off the road. Well, I, I figured out how I'm going to run the, the person off the road. I'm just going to take up my broom and I'm just going to whack at him. Like, get out of here. Go. <laughs> oh, this is the saddest battle bots ever. So the dome car is a battle bot car. Oh, yeah. And and you've mm. got a broom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweeping away the, uh, the Roomba. <laughs> get out of here. Go. Just Ignatius is sitting there trying to relight the... Uh the rocket one more time to give us just a little burst of speed and it ignites just a little bit just enough to get us to swerve over and bump his car okay so you guys have collided Catherine you watch as they took a hard right turn <laughs> collided with a bunch of cars and then suddenly a little bit more rocket boost shoots them back over and they come right towards you and I assume you scramble up out of the way <laughs> oh yeah yeah and Chico uh, is waving a broom <laughs> angrily yeah. get out of here get 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 <laughs> and this is the lady devilkin inside the armadillo yes is okay okay yeah um graveyard and Catherine, are you guys doing anything in this moment or are you uh, you know we'll go into the next round but basically you're there um but for that maneuver if you wanted to do anything during that cool point maneuver do we need to roll for any of that or do our cool points just, just automatically succeed i think you just spend them <laughs> Uh, yeah, because what would be the point of earning them yeah. if we can't spend them and make it happen? Yeah, so I That's think it's true, just like yeah. narrative cool stuff that you just do, but you have a limited yeah. number. It says more successes achieve a more difficult or impressive feat. Yeah, so you just made it happen. Well, if somebody is manning the pedals, I will be putting my torso out the window, my arms outstretched to try to grab Catherine. Fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The little raccoon fingers. I I mean, I, I jump. <laughs> All right. So this epic maneuver as Chico manages somehow in a combination with Ignatius's rocket to collide into the armadillo. You manage to get your broom in and like hit her in the face and she gets all disoriented and she swerves a little bit. At the same moment, Catherine jumps over and grabs onto graveyard's arms and you're flapping in the breeze we're saying we're gonna say you're not in the car yet you're holding on so for this round that's what's happening you're holding on you're flapping in the wind and you guys watch as the armadillo swerves over clips the other guy the brick of gold and like a beetle that's flipped over and can't get back up the armadillo rolls onto its top and its little wheels are spinning but it cannot go so you've removed that one from the race but you guys have you guys are now over next to the brick of gold and the other two cars the dragon wagon and burnout they seem like they've straightened themselves out and they're further over so if you want to get over to them you're going to need to make a larger turn okay third round however this time two things are going to happen you guys can see that in the next round you're going to have to make a turn but right now i want two of you i don't care who to roll the d6 but roll it. Don't pick it. I'll do it. Okay. Someone else too. Oh, I'll be the second one. Okay, roll them and tell me what you got. I got a six. Okay. I got a four. Okay, so suddenly two things happen. First of all, um, you guys see that in front of you and the brick of gold, 
like they didn't know the race was happening. There's like a delivery buggy, a car cart with horses on it that are blocking your path coming up in this round. You're going to have to swerve, do something. You could go either right or left to go around them, but the brick of gold is on your left, so keep that in mind. The other thing that happens is the road gets all uneven and bumpy, and so there are some rocks coming up as well that you're going to have to do something with. And so I'm going to put them in front of you and I'm going to let you guys add that to your thoughts. So there's a cart and there's rocks and it's going to be crazy. I don't know. And so I want you guys all, what's up? This, I'm sorry. Does the whole stretch that we're on have rocks or do the rocks come after the cart in between? Basically the cart is first and then you guys are going to swerve around there. And then there's going to be some rocks in the road that you're going to have to deal with. Is the cart coming from the side that the brick of gold is on or the side the other way? like backed into the way, like beep, beep, beep into the road. Gotcha. Swerve around, which presumably the brick of gold is going to come towards you to do the same thing. Um, And those rocks, are they like gravel or are we talking like boulders or something in in the middle? Probably something in the middle. You guys, you know, you guys did pick the car that has the bigger wheels. And so we could do kind of just roll over it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's something to think about when you use your cool mm-hmm. points or actions or whatever. <laughs> so are you guys ready to do round? I, I can imagine us swir- like just r- hitting the speed and just f- like going straight up like like a ramp since we got that. Since we I got think the that'd uh, be fun to, to ramp off of the uh, the cart. I say we should do that. Oh, the cart? Oh. Yeah, use our cool points, ramp off the cart, get over the boulders, and land on the other side. That, yeah, that's perfect. We got two cool points left. What about the other two? Are you guys uh, you guys ready to submit your thingies? Uh, I yes. was born ready. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to say that you guys have the the idea that you're going to ramp over this using, you have what, two more cool points? Yeah. I'm going to say, sure, but two's not quite enough to do this without some rolls. So I'm going to say that since you two came up with that idea, Ignatius and Chico, for your turn, you guys should should do the action, and we're going to make you roll some stuff for it. In the meantime, I'm going to say Catherine and Graveyard, why don't you guys reveal your numbers, and we'll go off of that. A four. A four. Six. And a six. Okay, so we're going to start with Catherine. Use item. Do something with an item. So I have this HVAC robot, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm maybe I'm thinking colonoscopies, but I'm thinking these things have cameras. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. We're not going to argue the semantics of technology right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hanging on with my two raccoon hands to graveyard, right? Yep. And I'm thinking that that item is pretty loose because I'm not holding on to it, and I don't have pockets or clothes. So how is it attached to me? So, so I'm thinking the use item is maybe I do a little wiggle, and as it flies off, it lands on the brick of gold. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the brick of gold was. Oh yeah, it's the, it's the big like the, siege engine one with a rocket. Yeah, and we're right next to it, and we're all trying to serve this cart to avoid some... Yeah, I don't know. That's my goal. I like it. Uh, (laughs) Let's say, why don't you roll... It's going to be kind of simple, but why don't you roll whatever you think makes sense 
for trying to aim this? Are you trying to aim it like into the cockpit of this vehicle? Yeah, or like near the window. I just want to see who's in it. I would go with like alacrity or you, same thing with chutzpah, whatever you want to do. But a simple success. You just got to get one success. Okay. I, I'm going to go, if I have the choice, yeah. chutzpah and alacrity. I'm going to go chutzpah. Okay. It's a scheme. <laughs> this is the definition of a scheme, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one four. All right. So you guys watch as the robot wiggles free out of her fur and <laughs> flies in and magically fits right into the like cockpit hole of this gold siege engine style vehicle and it turns on I guess and you have a way of seeing what the camera shows you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that, yeah I'll probably have to consult a screen or something I mean well, when I turned into a raccoon what happened to my <laughs> receiving equipment um we'll say it's in the mm, car we'll say you got to get back okay. in trichomoy to see <laughs> yeah. for sure just because what we'll let the other people do their silly stuff yes graveyard i believe or no you all three technically are on a six but you two had the plan to jump the car graveyard do you want that to happen before or after your six i would like to have it happen after my six please okay go for it um i would like to so Catherine has successfully uh, shot this probe to, into the <laughs> brick of gold. Colonoscopy was the wrong yeah. word. <laughs> Gets the point across. Yeah. <laughs> it's camera. Um, so after that, I want to try to pull her inside of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Is that a roll or can I just do that? I would say that you need to roll. Uh, what's the one? I'll give you so, ferociousness, alacrity, one of those two. I would like to use alacrity. Yeah. So I'm going to brace myself up against the window frame, both my hands and like a squat, but it's horizontal <laughs> instead of vertical, <laughs> and just pull her in. Woo! All right, why don't you go ahead and roll your alacrity and try to get a success. So that is four D6s, correct? Because I have four yeah. alacrity. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I have zero successes. Oh no. I have two threes and two twos. Okay. What? So, interesting. Uh, I'm going to say that because that was so bad that we're going to say that not only you go to grip and you actually lose a paw off of Catherine. She's not dangling yet. But you're about to go off a jump, and you're one hand holding on to Catherine, <laughs> and she's going to need help on this. She's in she's in the state of misfortune in Crash Panda rules, uh, which means you guys need to be res. She needs to be rescued or helped out by you guys in the next round, some in some way. Right as that happens, Ignatius and Chico, <laughs> you guys angle for this cart that we've decided is a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Blues Brothers right yeah. off of that. And, and the brick of gold <laughs> swerves because there's robots in its face and it collides with the side of the cart right as you guys hit this jump using the rest of your cool points. However, I'm going to say, why don't both of you pick whatever you think, however you think this makes sense with your rolls. I'll let you decide and describe to me and, I'll, and you can roll. But I want to see two more successes to make this work for the landing, to stick the landing without taking damage. I feel like this would be a chutzpah roll. 
for you, how uh, is it? We're steering, right? I was going to say, how is it chutzpah? You tell me. This is a pl- it, this is a scheme. I'm trying to figure out how to ramp off of a <laughs> a, a cart. I'll take it. <laughs> and yeah, I'll take that as well. Yeah, chutzpah. The C is silent. Yeah. <laughs> five and sixes are successes, right? Four, five, six. Four, five, six. All right, then I have a four and a six, so I have two successes. Okay, I'm gonna call this. Oh, you have two already. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I have one. It was a four. Perfect. So you guys have one. So we're very successful. With three successes, could we bounce it so we get Catherine back in the car? <laughs> With your, I was going to say, if you want to expend that one earned cool point that you just got, you'd be I back down to zero. I think that would be a very zero. cool thing to happen. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to say you like hit the ramp in such a way that you roll ever so slightly. And Catherine, you like lift up in the air. <laughs> And with that oh, no. gravity force, Graveyard's able to just pull you in <laughs> as the car's wheel hit at an angle and then right itself and bounce around. Yay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we could raccoon veen before the end of the race. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go to break after that intense landing of your guy's car. Everything settles back down uh and we'll get back to this race here after break so currently we were joined by the raccoons of <laughs> what you guys go through and say you were uh sorry or i can say that part uh catherine bye-bye <laughs> uh graveyard hello uh ignatius <laughs> we'll see you later and chico bye-bye all right oh uh we had a review too yeah, we do have a review. Um, putting the pal in Paladin says, This is an incredible TTRPG podcast. It's funny and has a good story. I would absolutely recommend it. Thank you. Putting the pal in Paladin and fantastic pun. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We'll be back for more racing in a moment. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of Fire Breathing Kittens. This episode's shout out is from Purple Circle, who says, quote, Frosthaven is a Euro-inspired dungeon-crawling sequel to the 2017 smash-hit board game Gloomhaven, created by Isaac Childers. You can pre-order Frosthaven now. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please, share it with them. Do they have a special day coming up? We can wish them a happy message on your behalf. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. If you enjoy reading books, we have some for you on Amazon.com. Ebooks, paperbacks, hardcover novels. We've also narrated audiobook versions of those on Audible.com. And we have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notebook with the Fire Breathing Kittens logo on the front. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make that person smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. We are doing our thing with Crash Pandas, this crazy nonsense racing game. And when we are coming back in here to the action, we just witnessed this insane maneuver of the Trickamoy, the green car, leaping off this cart, rolling midair to retrieve Catherine from her dangerous outside hanging on thing graveyard just pulled her back in 
and the wheels came down, hit at an angle. The car righted itself, bumped over some rocks, and we are coming up on the next round. And in front of you guys, as you all recon, what's the raccoon veen? There, I did it. Uh, in the uh, in the car, um, you guys see the Nicomoy Community College up in front of you, and the road turns hard right. And so. In this moment, though, you guys are all back in. I don't think you have any cool points, but you bef- before we do that, do you, you guys want to talk at all or figure out what's going on before we decide our next number? <laughs> yes. Um, does Graveyard need help? Not physically. <laughs> the type of what help he needs mean? is beyond us, son. <laughs> it's not immediately relevant. Um, I'll be fine. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I was about to ask in a mean way, but is um, Catherine going to be all right? <laughs> but now nah, she's fine. I look like a raccoon and I blink at you. <laughs> <laughs> we rolled her nicely into the car. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, and I will say, Catherine, as you zip back in to the car... You, your face slams up in the as the as it jumps against the screen from your robot, which is far behind you now. <laughs> but you see that there was a dwarf driving that car, oh. and so not with as much amazing mustaches as the guy who started the race off. But you you got a view, and you can see your robot trying to clean the beard of this dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> just going back and forth, and he's trying to... But that cart got left behind in the, your guys' dust. And so, to give you guys a breakdown of as you land and straighten back up, you are a little bit farther away and a little bit behind the cars that are on your right. We had the Dragon Wagon and the Burnout are on your right, but they're not immediately next to you. They're a little bit further over to the right. And you also know that you need to take a right turn coming up. That being said, right turn's only 90 degrees, so figure that one's out without conferring between each other. All right, so (laughs) if you guys are ready, you're coming up on a hard right turn, you all need to pick your dice and figure out what you're going to do in this moment without conferring as you see this corner coming up. Are you guys ready? I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It, it's a right turn or a left turn real quick, just it's, to be very it's sure. It's a hard 90-degree right turn. Okay. And in the rules, I will give you guys this. In the rules, it says that a turn on the dice is about 30 degrees. So, so. each one of us is doing 30. Okay. This is going to be fun. All right. <laughs> you guys one ready? Of, one of you might not. All right, ready. Somebody count it down and reveal. Three, two, one. I'm holding up a dice with a three on it. I'm holding up a dice with a six on it. Oh, so Graveyard and I are the only ones turning the car to the right. So that's 60 degrees. But we got to start at the beginning. So Chico, you slowed down. Yes. Okay. So you guys pull back on your speed a little bit. I think you were doing 70% Mm -hmm. speeds. So you're at 60% speed. So you slow down a little bit. We're going to say that that makes the turn a little bit easier because that's a safe move. (laughs) Um... Now, (laughs) Chico, you go down and you you depress the brakes. You don't hit the brakes hard, but you depress them, and you guys come to a slower turn. Now, uh, Catherine and Graveyard, you guys are both on the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Our little raccoon paws are turning in as hard as we can. 
<laughs> and you guys make, okay, help me out with math here. Here's 90 degrees is a hard right turn, right? So 60 degrees is about most of that turn. <laughs> now, because we braked, are we drifting? Oh, now, that is a question. I will say Chico and Catherine and Graveyard, if you guys want to try to drift this corner, you have no cool points. You're going to have to roll some stuff. So I'm going to say it's a moderate success. You guys tell me how you're using your stats, and we'll make this a moderate success between the three of you. Okay. Um, I'll begin. And you're on the wheels, and he's on the brakes, so play that into it. <laughs> okay, so we see the turn coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, we see uh, one of our friends do something that is not related to steering. We don't know what it is yet. Um, I'm going to turn to Catherine and say, we need to turn now. And I'm going to grab the right side of the steering wheel and pull as hard as I can using my rotundity. Oh, that's a that's an attribute. Using my uh, bulbous raccoon body and all the weight I can muster <laughs> to pull the weight of the wheel um, using my alacrity because I'm moving quickly to okay. try to not and jerking the wheel quickly to to try to pull us into a drift to pull the rear end out all right roll some dice you gotta collectively you guys gotta get three successes okay, okay. collectively means i'm also rolling yeah you two okay. are both rolling now what are you doing Catherine? what is your ability and how are you applying it raccoons are round like volleyballs I am. Rotundly, I thought you were just going to stop. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm rotundly trying to, all of my weight, <laughs> trying to pull this wheel to the right. All right. So that I'm rolling rotundity too. Okay. Why don't you guys both roll? Oh, that was a three and a one. Oh. That is zero successes. Raccoons I aren't so big. One Graveyard. success. Huh? One success. All right, Chico. Or, and I said I said three successes, but I meant two. Three is dangerous, so it's just a moderate. So, Chico, you just got to get one success on your brake maneuver here. Maybe oh, you do a Oh, shucks. Work. I'm going to put all my weight into this. I'm just going to swan dive onto that brake and a four. I okay, got it. Okay, so barely. <laughs> you guys have never drifted before. <laughs> but you manage to continue carrying that. We'll say that you, you make the turn, but because you drifted, you have now come around and you're still kind of far away from the other cars, but you managed to do the full turn and you guys drift in, but you notice as they were able to make sharper turns, they're a little bit ahead of you guys still, but it's now Ignatius's turn with a six, I believe. Yeah, I was expecting me to be the only one not to turn. So I was just trying to take myself out of the order. So what I was gonna do is roll down my window, stick my hand out and flip the uh, cars behind us that we wrecked the bird. <laughs> I was basically just burning a turn. All right. I love it. And the crowd loves it. And you hear cheering from the crowd yeah. that are at the community college who knew about the race. And people start chanting, trick a boy, trick a boy. And um, you guys <laughs> whip around this corner and, um, and you straighten your car up. Now, we're in this next round. You guys can see the finish line now that you've made this corner and it's you know roughly three rounds in front of you <laughs> and you can get that vibe because there's lights and everything but it looks like there's some crazier obstacles coming up so 
I'm going to reset my very, very detailed map. You guys are basically a little bit over from the other two cars, but this is just straight away with obstacles, okay? You guys are going 60. You take another damage, first of all. Sorry, I rolled poorly. But you gained one, two, three, four, five successes. So you have five cool points because I rolled really well for you guys. They really liked the bird getting they flipped did. Yeah, off. They exactly. had nothing to do about the awesome drift. <laughs> exactly. It was awesome. I rolled three sixes, a five, and a one. Oh, wait, that's only five dice. Ah, it didn't matter. Okay, so what I said. That many That's going to be a new meme at the cottage, uh, at the college. It's going to be the new meme format of like this raccoon just flipping the bird while a <laughs> dune buggy is like drifting around a corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys come around the corner. And a couple things happen. You guys notice that Burnout and Dragon Wagon have actually switched places. You don't know exactly what happened. There was some craziness. So now you got Burnout next to you, but a little bit of ways away, and then the Dragon Wagon is further off. And you also can tell that the Dragon Wagon, from when you hit it and collided, it's, it's one of its wheels is kind of doing that, like, lumpy wheel thing. That it, I don't know why I said that like that was a common thing, but you know what I'm saying. Like a flat tire, <laughs> it's a thing. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, so... You guys can figure out what you want to do next. However, before we do that, Ignatius and Chico, I would like you guys to, I guess you don't roll anything for like perception. We're going to, but I'm going to make you <laughs> because this game has no rules. So I'm going to say that whatever your guys' like highest stat stat is, roll real quick and tell me what you get. Six, six, four, five. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I got a four, a three, and a two. So just one success. Okay, so Ignatius, the first thing you notice as the burnout has switched places with the dragon wagon is you notice a logo, a gold logo imprinted on the side of this burnout. And do you know the, t the T for Tesla? That like mm -hmm. weird T. It's like that, only there's also an E in there too. And so it's like T E or something of that nature. So you notice that on the burnout. This really nice, sleek looking car. Chico, you notice as you come around a corner that there's a guy in the road and he is looks like he's working on construction on the on the side of the road that you guys are on. He's just hammering away at a fence. And that's all you notice with that roll. Okay. What in tarnation is he doing in the middle of the road <laughs> hammering on a fence at midnight? All right. Are you guys prepared to do your next round? And that guy is, he's, he's a round away. <laughs> so for this round, you guys just got to make your choice. Are you prepared? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Everyone do the countdown and pick your number. How far away are we from the other cars? Like one turn would get you over towards them. Okay. You're like like a lane away, basically, is the idea. Yeah. And, you know, turns, more turns might get you there real fast. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. somebody count it down. Three, two, one, reveal. Five. Six. Five. Three fives? Five as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys decide 
to go for speed. And so you guys go flying up. So you are now at 90 miles, units, percentages per hour. <laughs> and I'm going to remember one day. And you guys just all hit the gas except for Ignatius. Ignatius, before you do your trip. No, Ignatius you know? accelerated. Oh, Chico, Chico had the Chico. six? Okay, so Chico, before you do the six... Uh, you notice that the other cars did the same thing. They're just gunning for speed, so they're still neck and neck. <laughs> All right, Chico, what are you doing? Um, I see this this big dummy on the side of the road just hammering away, obviously not doing anything and trying to look inconspicuous, and I just step <laughs> out of the car and I yell at him, shake my fist, out of the road, jackass! <laughs> That's right. what Chico does. And as you do that, he turns and he looks at you and he rips off whatever facial hair he had on and he's wearing a hat and you notice that this is, I'm going to assume I'm saying it right, Eugene Por- Porgy? Georgie Porgy. Oh, Georgie Porgy. Yes. There you go. It's a, and it's a pun. this is your <laughs> not quite ex-wife's dude that he hired to come get you, right? Yeah. Okay. But so he, huh? does he recognize me? I recognize him now, but is he, he, he maybe does not get the voice, but does he recognize the voice? I was going to say, he did not recognize you until you leaned out the window and shouted, and he recognized that voice. But you guys are coming up on him fast. <laughs> <laughs> so just so we're clear, you have no problem with us running him over, correct? No problem whatsoever, but I have a feeling he's going to come right back. He always well, does. I say, pedal to the metal and let's run this moron over. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That is what they say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so that is now you guys have all of that cool points. Do you want to spend them now or are you going to save them up? Are we ahead of our competition now? You are not ahead. You are neck and neck. Two rounds left to the finish line. Everyone's roughly doing the same thing. These guys are focused on speed. I think we should use our cool points to pull ahead. I'd say, yeah, a majority. We have five, so I'd say a majority of them, like three, to pull ahead. But can we use how, how many would it be to run chumps off the road? One or two. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be up to the GM, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since we're in the later stages of this race, I'm going to say two. Okay. Then conveniently. <laughs> yeah. However, you, so you want to use three points to, to streak ahead? And one point to run one of them off, or then the other two to run the other two off the road. That I think that's a good idea. Is that what Chico was talking about? Or are you talking no, no, about I'm talking about, I'm talking yeah, about Georgie Porgy. <laughs> well, I don't think we need to use any of our cool points to settle your personal dispute with Mr. Porgy. <laughs> that's hmm. up to the rest of the group. <laughs> I think I agree, but I, I mean, love running people over, but... <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I am pro-vehicular manslaughter in most situations, but I think in this specific instance, winning the race is a paramount. I, I only, uh, murder is not free when I do I mean, it. I, I understand you two might have, uh, irreconcilable differences, but I don't believe that's any business of ours. Yes, murder costs money when I do it. If you want me to, you know, how much will you pay me? And then by the time I've negotiated my fees, we're past them. <laughs> <laughs> Graveyard. Uh, because I rolled, I asked to go fast. I assume that I'm down 
on the acceleration pedal. And therefore, I don't see this guy. I just hear the talking of murdering a man in the street. (laughs) (laughs) So you see just a face appear up looking up at you as you're trying to steer this car. It's like, we're not, uh, I'm not okay with this. And seeing as I'm the one with my hand on the brake here, uh, if you want to lose the race and miss this man, please feel free to let me know and I can make that happen. Or we can just win this race. But what if he's a really evil man? (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't say he's really evil. He's just... Shut up, Chico. We're trying to convince him to kill him with a car. (laughs) No, I... You know, Graveyard, you're right. He... he, We're not trying to... Well, I wasn't even trying to kill him. Wow. Well, I just got into the... You know, we're just going real fast. I'm getting the adrenaline's pumping. Yeah. (laughs) Let's spend those points on something else. This is like that book where it's like, why did you kill that man? Well, the sun was in my eyes. <laughs> I was just going too fast. Is this yeah. sort of like the trolley problem where we can either swerve to avoid him or not? And there's really no downside to not swerving to avoid him. I will say, if you hit somebody, you're going to slow down. <laughs> that seems oh, then yes, like let's physics. certainly avoid him. <laughs> I'd say let's use the rest of those points to run chumps off the road but not that jump the other jumps <laughs> the ones we're racing i'm on board for that i agree i go back to pressing down the gas pedal all right i'm still negotiating my rates so i'm totally out of this conversation <laughs> okay Do so, people, i make a discount <laughs> All right, so you guys, at the end of this turn, you you do a little fishtail maneuver as you come up on Georgie Porgy, and he's got his hammer wielded out, and he does one of those, like, points at two fingers at his own eyes and points at you, Chico, and you hear, you see his mouth move, and he says, I'm going to get you. And then you guys just, like, basically Tokyo drift around him (laughs) in such a way that you knock him off his feet. And he gets blown backwards and lands in a puddle. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> and, then, and then you guys streak ahead of up there and close the gap. Are you trying to use school points to run them off the road? That was my understanding. Okay. So you guys run over and you use your speed to collide into Burnout, who is the closer one now, and Dragon Wagon on the outside through the force of you hitting burnout first kind of gets kicked over sideways and you see that lumpy wheel that I explained buckle under and the dragon wagon like flips over like it's that you know carriage and gladiator that (laughs) explodes and flies up in the air flies up in the air the canvas rips open and out spills just like 20 kobolds that were just inside there and like a weird big engine and um and they just kind of like splatter all over the ground not dead but you know like just like all the way across the ground as their cart is just completely ruined It it was basically like nailed together and you guys collide with burnout and create that but as you collide with burnout you um can you basically notice that his car like took the brunt but adjusted quickly and this car seems sturdy so well, by process of elimination we know where <laughs> mr uh fizzbot was fizz whistle fizz that's right that one i shake my hand so as you yell grizz whistle fizz and shake your hand 
the automatic windows that this car has for some reason roll down and uh this goblin with orange skin what did i say and crazy piercings yeah he leans his arm out the window and he says what's it to you and then he revs his engine and we're going to go into the final section of the race now wait did i say is that right one two yeah 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 you're on the last leg the finish line is coming up because you just ran oh no we haven't done that stage yet i'm sorry you streaked ahead of rivals next round you're in a straight stretch you guys all pick what you want and you can see that the road is narrowing down to a smaller gap on in, up in front of you on the next round so for this one you're neck and neck with him what do you guys want to do go ahead and make your bet or not bets but you know what i'm saying make your choices are you guys ready mm-hmm. oh no wait before hang on. we do that what what speed are we at right now uh you were 90. at 90 is it capped at 10 or were we just saying that 10 was fast it's it's capped at 10 partially I made that up, but just to kind of like encourage you guys to do other stuff if you want. You don't have to keep going fast so you can do items or whatever. So it's going to cap at 10, yeah. So you're neck and neck with Burnout, the sleek, silver, shiny car. Uh, you know that Grizz Whistlefizz, he's got his gold tooth sparkling in the in the breeze. I don't know. <laughs> and um, and he, he looks at you and gives you that like nod, that racer nod, like let's do this. And uh, you can tell that, oh, and it had that logo on the side, and it's got those, like, pipes coming out of the hood that, like, flame up. I don't know cars real well, but, you know, when they they flame mm-hmm. up, that means he's going to go the fast. The exhaust. That's, yeah. Okay. You guys ready? Mm. I yes. have a question about what yeah, things look like. On either side of the road, is there anything of note? Um, I would say, why don't you roll a D6? <laughs> Okay, same you. as the perception like before. No, or just, just a just single one. D6. Yep. Just one. Okay. That's a five. Uh you see pedestrians. <laughs> uh it you as you're kind of coming in towards the end, the, the roads are starting to line with people. Like they're waiting mm-hmm. to see who finishes off the race. Both sides, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. You all graveyard you good? Yes, I know what I'm going to do. All right, go ahead and reveal your numbers. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Four. Six. Five. Six. And six. Okay, so we're going to start with the number four, which is an item. Um, so I'm going to try to use my flame decal. We're in front of uh, the the other car, right? Barely, yes. Okay. If we're just barely in front of him, can I reach out and slap the flame decal over his windshield in front of his face so he can't see very well? Ah, uh, I will want you to roll for it, but yes. What would I be rolling? You know, I've been not real specific, but one of the uh, probably either alacrity, chutzpah. Well, chutzpah, I get four, yeah, so I'm gonna go with chutzpah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a root. It's a scheme. You're trying to mess him up. Uh, and then one, whew, one, 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 four. <laughs> okay. Well, luckily it was a simple task to lean out and slap it on. However, I'm going to say you had to scramble over your friends to do it. So you're not at the driver <laughs> wheel. You're hanging out the right hand side. Before I lean the out the window, I look back and go, hold on. 
Before I go out, I look at the rest of the people behind me and go, hold on to my belt real quick. I have an idea. And I reach out and... <laughs> well, all right. And you reach out and you slap that on the hood. Or, I mean, on the windshield. Windshield, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chico, <laughs> you were... <laughs> Pressing the gas. Pedal to the metal. All right. You keep he's going speed. fast, and I'm thinking just straight ahead. And you guys have hit 100% mile, uh, speeds per hour. and We are speed. You are speed. So for the next round, think of that. And then you two with the sixes, whoever wants to go first, you guys do whatever you want. I feel that Catherine is the more daring out of us. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will. I'm actually doing something pretty simple. I figured that Chico would accelerate us. Thank you, Chico. And we're at 100%, so I didn't accelerate. I would like to use an action. Okay. And this action is, I notice that there's pedestrians, people cheering. I want to see who is, I'm trying to identify the rusty gear members who are cheering for the burnout. Hmm. Interesting. So, um... I don't think, I don't know if you really need to roll anything. I will say that you notice, you notice that there are actually, you know, maybe Bridget, we'll say Bridget told you guys what like the logo of the Rusty Gears was. And it was, as you may expect, a Rusty Gear. And um, there's a bunch of people in the last little bit, not only that are pedestrians and they have like the leather vest, like a biker gang type style vest with the logo on it. Also, you notice people with vehicles these rusty gears with vehicles as well as they're starting to line the road there's actually quite a few uh so and we'll say that there's one kind of specifically that they're all relatively like crowding around and you know maybe he's important maybe he has a gold logo it's not rusty or has a little bit of rust because then he wouldn't be a part of the gang so what do you want to do with that i just wanted to identify him so that uh, after the race is over, we know, you know, who to follow back to their hideout or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And graveyard. So I was wrong. I'm the daring one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to use my alacrity because I will be attempting to leap at the vehicle. <laughs> uh, the sight of a cop killer or an alleged cop killer uh, infuriates me. Uh, so I throw on the uh, Malinois mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, egress out of the cart via the sunroof and jump as far as I possibly can. Trying to get through. If, he, if we can see him, that means his passenger window is down or broken. Yeah, he, he was. it's down. He like leaned out to taunt you guys, basically. I'm jumping through there. Okay, roll some alacrity. <laughs> you guys watch as Graveyard, who's been, you know, relatively stoic and silent, just helping Catherine out, suddenly, just like with a growl, leaps out of your car. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the blue light that's emana- emanating from him has turned red. Oh. Um, and uh, actually, no, it's strobing red and blue. Uh, <laughs> we will, we will, I love it. Yeah, we will. I believe he demands raccoon pants. <laughs> yes, I, I, these puns, I love them. And Chico's gonna look out the graveyard. Graveyard shift, no, don't be a hero. 
All right. Do the role. I'm not a hero, friend. I'm just doing my job. (laughs) Your job is being a hero. (laughs) With a roll of two fours, a five, and a six. I will also say that you can add a dice, even though you already succeeded, because this is like backstory stuff, and that is technically in the mechanics. (laughs) Uh, I just rolled another one, and that is another four. Four. So you had four successes? Five. Five successes. So you, it was very successful. You do what you want, but also somebody can write down that you guys have four more points. Okay. So you leap into the window and you watch as Grizz, who had this like stupid grin on his face, going, hey, 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 I got this race. And he's about to hit a red button that you assume is. A go fast button. You just launch through the window. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like a little torpedo. With a dog mask um, on. I should... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fitting. Malinois are kind of like torpedoes when they jump, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, I jump through. I guess I land just fine, and I'm going to lunge at Grizz. I'm trying to take his face off but if the car goes off the road even better um but i'm going for him more than anything okay y'all were scared of the hvac repair record when killbot 4000 is out (laughs) remember we get 50 more gold if uh bridget can kill only only catherine knows that technically (laughs) (laughs) not that it matters all right so I'm going to say that in this moment, you guys watch Graveyard dash through. The burnout starts weaving and going crazy as Grizz reaches up and he tries to bat you away. He's this, he's bigger than you. He's a goblin, but you're in his face and he can't see. He starts swerving and swerving. And you guys are seeing the crowd kind of narrowing in at these like guardrails. And you're coming up to the finish line. And for the moment, Grizz is a little distracted. Technically, you guys can spend cool points here in this moment before you hit the finish line if you want. But for the moment, yes, you are attacking Grizz and causing him to potentially swerve. We got to save those pedestrians. So what can we do to do that? Well, it's it narrows in to the point where the idea with the finish line is it's going to have to be one of you in front of the other. So just so we're clear, our actual objective is to capture this guy, right? Winning the race was how we get close to him, right? She, she just thought if you guys won the race, you'd be able to like get close to him. But if you just straight up attack him, that would also work. <laughs> there was not specifics as to how. What we could do is we could get past the finish line first and drift sideways to collide our cars together so that he can't escape, right? Mm-hmm. So use your cool points as like a sweet finishing move. Yeah. We've mastered Tokyo drifting. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, you spin the car around and end up like facing him and mm-hmm. doing it in reverse. Guasso drifting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, the trick I'm always set up to do stuff like that. It's true. I would yeah. say. Graveyard, you... I think we should uh, use our cool points and do that. So I'm going to say you guys... Yeah, how many cool points do you have? Four. Okay, I'm going to say two for the drift... One for the cool spin around and stop. Graveyard. Now, real quick, we have four. We got, you said we got successes because he hit so many successes, yeah. right? 
Yeah, then we have four. Okay. Graveyard, do you want to use a cool point <laughs> for whatever you're doing? You're in the <laughs> other <laughs> Use it to beat his ass even better. <laughs> oh, man. So you just, uh, you're just going for him, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the objective is to get him off the wheel. Um, and then hurt him bad. Um, I don't have any restraints, so I'm going to try to make him not fight anymore. <laughs> so there can be no reconciliation. Leave, yeah. Leave, leave that to the listener's imagination. No. Okay. So you guys, I, I will make you stop resisting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So you guys watch as he, um, he slows down because Graveyard's in his face and you guys are able to sneak ahead and you manage to just barely sneak in between the pedestrians at, a t- at the time and you guys cross the finish line first. And Just you- real quick, anyone that has had an encounter with an angry uh, raccoon <laughs> knows just how terrified oh, I, yeah. that <laughs> goblin is right now because those guys mean business. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to say you guys cross the finish line and you start your drift and you spin the car around and face him, right? Unfortunately, uh, he is, um, uh, sorry, he is not able to see where he's going. (laughs) So (laughs) you guys see, as you do this sweet move, everyone cheers, calling for Trickamore, you guys won the race, this is amazing. He's full blast coming right for you guys, and all you see is Graveyard's butt in the windshield <laughs> as he's clawing the face of Grizz Whistlefizz. Well, right across his butt is the uh, flame decal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, you guys, you and Grizz collide into the Trickamoy. And I'm going to say you guys take three damage. But everyone comes to a stop. And Grizz is stunned and you guys also look over and you see bridget wheeling down the alley with uh bixby on her back the frog dude Mm. and they're coming to catch up with you guys so um i have a question um how how long is it going to take for them to get here um i don't know a, a minute oh maybe two okay so that gives us a minute to whoop this guy's ass. <laughs> Get him, graveyard. Uh, amazingly, my role here is to stop my friends from killing someone because I want money more than I want. I've I've said this. My goal is money, not death. So I'm weirdly saving his life right now by like holding my friends back and that preventing may... them from dealing the killing blow. That may be the case, but you're going to have to get out of the car and go to Graveyard, I think, if you want that to yeah. happen. Yes, I want to do that. I want to go to Graveyard, and I want to, like, Graveyard's ripping faces off, <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine, but, um, mm, 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 he needs a face. <laughs> Ignatius is pulling a Willy Wonka. Stop. No. Police. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I am the police. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh, weirdly, weirdly, I'm being an agent of peace right now. Um, so I'd like to roll. What is that? What is? I don't know. I was just looking. Yeah. Uh, I would say moving quickly. Yeah, I would say moving quickly to get over there fast enough, or like, 
or like rotundity to like remain steadfast in your friendship adversity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Both of those are two dice. Okay. So I roll a six and a three. Okay. So you, you got a success. That's fine. So what do you do in this moment? Unless Graveyard's going to fight it, I guess. (laughs) Then we could do like counter rolls. I, I share information with Graveyard. I say, Bridget is going to do this uh, quietly later. So if we let her, we get 50 more gold. What about his ears? He doesn't need those. <laughs> you can have the ears. And then we get 50 more gold. Can I try to remove some ears? <laughs> sure. You, their only choice is ferociousness, I feel like, in this case. 100% I would agree with you. <laughs> I got one success. And then by default, you get one ear. (laughs) (laughs) With a rip and a tear and a weird pop noise. And Grizz just going, "Ah, what the heck is going on? And you rip a green, or no, not green. What did I say he was? He's orange. Orange. Orange ear off of Grizz Whistlefizz's face. What was your question, Chico? Uh, I was going to ask, can I take an action to get closer to Bridget? Sure. Yeah, I mean, we're not specifically doing, like, action turns here, so if you want to just run over and and go to Bridget. Yeah, that's what I was going to attempt to do. So to get to her quickly and to get her here faster, I'm going to take out my spare tire, I'm going to get inside (laughs) of it, and I'm just going to start, like... Roll, like hamster rolling towards her real fast. It's like woo, woo, woo. I was born for this. I'm used to doing this on the farm with tractor tires. Oh like, my gosh! Rolling so I start rolling towards her. I've seen and those when videos. I get to her, I'm gonna say, "Quick, put this on. We need to get there quick." All right. So we'll say that you take off and you get to Bridget, and you you show up to her. But but I'll allow Ignatius to do anything too before that happens. If you care. Ignatius is sitting back. He's just worried that that ear might be difficult to uh, raccoon act. <laughs> that hurt. I like to imagine I like to imagine that Ignatius is actually like in the car writing down <laughs> raccoon puns. <laughs> they wore me down. This is a straw that broke the raccoon's back. <sighs> okay. Don't worry. We can raccoon struck that later. There you go. So you <laughs> hop over and Bridget is like, what's going on? Why do we got to get over there fast? We found uh, Grizz. <laughs> Grizz, thank you. We found Grizz. We got to get you there as fast as we can before he escapes. All right. And and Bixby's like, I got this. And he pulls out one of those little rockets that uh, Ignatius had and he lights it. And you guys watch mm-hmm. as Bridget on her cool wheelchair just like rockets insanely fast and it's even faster because i did say specify one to put the tire connected to exactly. it to add even more fast which i <laughs> think speed, is more fast the funniest part of the game mechanics because it says a spare tire can repair repair flats or upgrade your cars to make it go faster <laughs> which is not how cars work <laughs> but we don't care so you put that like cool front wheel on like that sticks out from the front and it's like one of those like lay down bicycles and uh it mm. actually no wait zoom back you just i like to imagine you just like hook your feet into her belt and lean down and hold the tire (laughs) perfect perfect you guys rock it over okay graveyard what are you doing (laughs) so uh oh inspector hawk is there 
If you want, yeah, I was going to say you have a moment, but if you want to just have her show up, she's rocketing towards you. Yeah, um, and Grizz is just writhing in pain. Is he unconscious? Yeah, he's not unconscious. He's grabbing his ear, and uh, and he's bleeding out of his ear, and he's going, what the heck is this raccoon doing in my car? Get out of here. And he tries to he tries to swipe at you, but you're too agile. Okay, um, I'll pull him out of the car. Okay. Can I do that? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, sure. What, I mean, he's stopped. You guys watch as you see Bridget zip in on this wheelchair. The crowd scatters. You know, they do the whole, like, you know, cops run, you know, type of thing. And she's wearing her 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 inspector outfit. And so the crowd scatters except for all the rusty gears that um, Catherine noticed. They stick around. And so you go to force him with your raccoon hands out of a car. And he's not a big guy, but, you know, but you're terrifying. And so we'll say that, like, via less about strength and more about just scariness, you get him out of the car. Okay. Ignatius sticks his head out the window and says, uh, raccoon man, do you stop resisting? <laughs> I'm going to hold the severed ear up over my head to, like, kind of address the crowd. And um, I'm going to say, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> a raccoon doing that is... <laughs> You're entertained? No, that didn't work. Um, anyway, okay, so you hold up the ear of Grizz Whistlefizz, and you say, are you not entertained? And Bridget walks over to you, and she, like, snatches the ear out. She's like, what are you doing? Those are all of his gang members, and there is one of me. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um... I'm going to sit back on my haunches and I'm going to put my little raccoon hands up against my chest. My eyes are going to get big and my ears are going to go down um, on like the side of my head. Like, oh no, I didn't do good, did I? <laughs> and she, she, sees, she sees that and she's like, no, 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 you did great. We just got to be careful here because we want to make sure he comes with me. And she looks at Grizz and she says, and you're coming with me back to the Nicomoy Jail, I think, is a place. And <laughs> and you're going to come quietly, or maybe you won't make it there. And she kind of pulls out a paddy wagon <laughs> that expands, and she attaches to her wheelchair one of those little carts with jail cell stuff on it. Um... And you guys hear all the rusty gear guys grumble and growl and moan, and some of them get into their cars and start, like, revving the engines. Hmm. Do we need to get back in our race car to trick a boy? Before we do that, I would like to know if there are any bounties on any of these rusty gear members, I ask. Bridget Hawk? Yeah, Bridget. Bridget pipes up. She's like, most of them are kind of low-level nonsense, you know, crime. Yeah, they've committed crime, but it's like jaywalking or, like... You know, stuff like that. But uh, there is one, <clears throat> and his name is Cole. I don't know his last name, just Cole. Like, like the, but spelled like the stuff that is after a fire. And uh, he is like the second in command. Uh, and he, and she looks at the crowd and she's like, and he's over there. And you look over and you see another car similar to the burnout, but bronze instead of silver. In there's a guy that's climbing into it with like stupid aviators on <laughs> and he mm -hmm. gives you the nod like something's about to go down 
Ignatius is going to try to step in front of the people revving, revving their engines and be like, friends, friends, I consider what you're doing right now. You, you understand, this man is wanted for murder. He's bringing so much heat onto your organization. All you all want to do is drag race, is my understanding. Get him out of the way, and uh, the police will leave you to your nocturnal uh, endeavors. And uh, perhaps the, the gentleman in the bronze car could step up and now be number one, as their certain number one is about to turn into a number two, if you catch my drift. Oh boy, uh, roll. I don't know, chutzpah or ferociousness. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not trying to scare them. I am not a like. Okay, I didn't we'll go with grow then. or shrink when I became a raccoon. Really, <laughs> uh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> three, 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 two. <laughs> okay, and the guy in the bronze looks at you and he says, "We're not only about street racing. We're also about." the rusty gears and he yells that really loud and they all like hop into vehicles and start hooping and hollering and uh bridget looks at you guys and she goes oh this might be bad we kind of need to get out of here jess chico we get in the car (laughs) and i do (laughs) i do too yep i tell inspector hawk to get out of there and then i'm also going to jump in the vehicle okay and she says she looks at you and she says I'm not going nowhere. I can't get away fast enough. And she looks back at Bixby, and Bixby's like, yep, I got it. And he reaches into his pack. What's up? You got oh, it? I'll continue. Yeah, he, he pulls out a grappling hook, and he slaps it onto the back of the trichomoy and ties it off to her wheelchair. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Now I'd like to ask, doesn't the wheelchair have a rocket and a wheel attachment so it gets speed as well? Well, it do, but the rocket's one-time use, so the rocket's been used up. It does have uh, the speed okay. attachment. It's one time per race. Are we in a new race I was now? Say, but we're about to maybe start a second race, <laughs> so <laughs> it might come up. So, is there anything else you guys want to do? Because she straps onto the back. She's got Grizz Whistle Fizz in a in a thing in the back. I'm going to ask Bridget if you have a way of calling for reinforcements. Perhaps now would be the appropriate time and i'd like to uh kind of look around and see if i can't see georgie porgy anywhere since i've seen him he get out of that puddle or is he gone for good uh i'll say that you see him like at that moment (laughs) running down the street towards you guys because you kind of left him 90 90 speeds per hour behind um and so he's probably like sprinting towards you guys <laughs> at this moment like t1000 um well at least you don't have a car no uh and graveyard were you gonna say something sorry Mm-mm. oh okay i wasn't so uh she's gonna say well i don't have any magical way of contacting anybody myself but I think we just need to get out of here. And so you guys are going to hop into the trichomoy, rev it up, and at about the same time you hear Cole, the second man, go, get them, boys and girls, and they fire into their cars and rev up and start chasing you guys. And we're going to play Crash Pandas Route 2 Chase Mode. (laughs) So (laughs) you guys find yourselves 
with this team of people behind you. We're going to say eight total cars, but they're all behind you a ways. And attached to you guys is Bridget in the back. She's attached pretty good, and Bixby is holding on, and Grizz is back there screaming and moaning and complaining. But we're about to start the second race. Is there anything you guys want to do before we start? Do we know where the police station is? I mean, Bridget does, and probably so does Graveyard, I would assume. Yeah, Graveyard. I hope you have an idea where we should go. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So then figuring that he probably knows where we're going. Now, real quick, this idea of where we're going is not some field where you can kill this person, is it? it no, uh, but there might be an aqueduct. Let's let's go to the police station where there is lots of reinforcements. Bridget's like, I don't, good uh, idea. <laughs> Punch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the plan. All right, I love it. A field could very easily turn into them murdering us. You see, <laughs> <laughs> then I really don't get paid. That's true. Well, I don't want to go to a field and get murdered. Quite frankly, I'd rather go to the police station right now. Yeah. All right. So you guys. Fire up your car and you start going. And I need everybody to figure out what they're doing. All these cars are behind you, but you get the idea that they're going to be trying to gain as much ground as they can, can to get their boss back. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question, though. So we're on a new road. What's yeah. the path look like? Good point. So uh, in front of you, you've just passed the community college, and um, you can see that you're going to head towards kind of downtown where the police station is. It's a curvy road coming up, a couple turns, um, and for the moment, you don't see any obstacles immediately in your way, but um, yeah, mostly the concern is what's behind you. Does everyone want to do a countdown? Three, two, one, you ready? Yep. Yes. All right. Three, two, one, five. Four. Five. 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 So Excellent. four, five, five, five. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Uh, the four can go first. I'm using the rocket to accelerate us and get us out of here even quicker. So your rocket whirs back to life. It's been recharged <laughs> because we're in a new race. And so you fire it up and you, what do you, are you just sticking it out the window? <laughs> yeah, just sticking it up, trying not to hit uh, Bridget yeah. and Bixby behind <laughs> us and yeah. just trying to <laughs> launch us forward as best I can. All right, so you stick it out the window far enough, and you activate that rocket, and you guys launch forward plus three speed. Suddenly you're going from zero to 30 in a heartbeat. And then the rest of you guys accelerated. So you guys guys burned out. You peeled out on this road, and you are suddenly going, what is that, 60 (laughs) speeds per hour. All right. And so you guys look in your behind you, and you've you've launched ahead of these people, but they are definitely all dedicated to speed right now, and so they are coming up fast. That you haven't really gained much ground, just a little bit, on them. And I'm going to say, just for sake of flavor, one car gets up just enough that he's like alongside of Grizz's cage, and so you got that guy kind of off your back. So, next round. We're going to get to in a second because i got to roll for your speed. Your car takes one more damage. What are you at for damage? We're at six now. Okay, but you gain two success points. 
Okay. So, do you guys want to use those at all, or you want to move on to the next round? Roughly how many rounds are until we get <laughs> to the police station? Would I know the distance? Uh, you know, for sake of brevity, we're going to say, I'm just going to throw out, like, six rounds, because, and that will be depending on what happens, you know, and the time of current recording. <laughs> So do shortcuts actually cut the number of rounds down to? They do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, can we use our cool points to find or create a better route? You can I indeed. think we should. And especially, I will say, with Graveyard and Bridget's knowledge, that's easy enough to do. So you guys use a cool point, and you want to... I'm going to say there's two shortcuts. There's the one that goes down by the docks, which I'm just making these up. So you go by the docks, and so you'll be on... Uh, near the water, or there's the one that goes near, like, the city park. I vote the one near the water, because worst case, we can throw this goblin fella in the water and be done with it. I agree. Yeah, they're both equally as quick, right? Yeah, it's just for flavor. <laughs> I say water. Okay, so you... And Graveyard Dad mentioned something he wanted to do with an aqueduct to this fella. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't... We're no, we, that wasn't in there. <laughs> that was just a cool scene from a cool movie. That's true. <laughs> All right. So We're being original here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, Graveyard, you, you know, make, you make the turn basically, and you, you tell the team which way to turn and you take a hard turn down and you drop down a hill and you head down towards the marina, which you know will take you as a shortcut to the police station. Bridget kind of jumps with her wheel chair off the back and lands she's like are you taking us on the dock shortcut yes okay but be careful they're doing construction down there <laughs> but you've already made the turn so yeah it's a-, a bunch of the rusty gears zoom past the turn they miss it but some of them manage to follow you we'll say just three of them for the shortcut for now and so for the next two rounds you're on your shortcut path with three cars behind you that one that was up against the the jail buggy, is that car still there? Yeah, he's still right there. Okay. He was able to stay he's, tight. He's right on us. Yep. Got it. Sticking to us. Yep. Okay, so next round. You guys ready? You just, we'll say that you just rent over a little downhill and you're on this downhill run towards the marina on this one. So it's a straight stretch and at the bottom you're going to need to make a left turn onto the docks. Okay, you guys ready? Okay. Yes. I'll count it yes. down. Three, two, one, go. Six. Five. Oh, and is that a one? one? Oh, a one. All Five. right. So a one. You are you thinking? Are you doing what I think you want to do with the brakes? <laughs> so, what what my intention was, and I, I'm 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 upset now because Catherine rolled a five. I thought Catherine was going to be. I am going to jump onto the next car. No, you rolled a five. <laughs> I was I was hoping you were going to do something like that, and I was breaking so you wouldn't have to, like, jump so far. <laughs> but that was the intention. I did say he was oh. really close, and you're brake checking him. <laughs> so. <laughs> We'll say Chico hits the brakes, and this guy who was, like, reaching out trying to get Grizz out of the cage just slams in the back of your guy's car as you hit the brakes, and you watch him go through the windshield onto your car. And there's a... You should have worn a seatbelt. And there's a guy, there's this human dude covered in tattoos, hanging on to your own car. He flew past Bridget, and he's hanging on, but his car wheels off and gets wrecked. 
who was next? There were fives, two fives, or one five? Two. Two. Two, two fives. So two accelerations. You guys are up to 80 speeds per hour. Number six. <laughs> um, I was going to try to throw my rocket and take out his car, but that has been successfully done already. I guess I will use my turn to try to... Um, break his grip on the car by smacking his fingers with I guess I've got the rocket in my hand so I may as well try to whack him with that okay uh, do you want to roll a ferociousness or rotundity maybe I would think rotundity is a better score for me that one I get two dice okay it's pretty simple a four and a three there you go and you with amazing accuracy whack this dude's fingers <laughs> and he goes ow and then he flies off the cart I, I realize now all of my people just have like weird southern accents here we go <laughs> he flies off the car and thuds and runs on and bridget runs him over a little bit with her wheelchair <laughs> all right you guys are zooming down to the docks. You start bumping along some of the, the boards, the dock boards that are there. There's ships on the side, and you're coming up on this turn for the shortcut that's going to take you back towards downtown. So you guys got a turn coming up in this round. What do you want to do? Figure it out. Are you ready? Which direction is the turn? Left turn. Left. And there's two remaining cars right on your tail. And the angle of the turn is? We'll say 60 degrees. Okie doke. All right, you ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and show your thing. Two. Six. And another one. One. Okay, Chico. Why do you want to stop us? You go ahead. So you were at eight, or you were, actually, you would have been at five, so, uh, so you're at seven now. Speed. So you're still going real fast, but you slow down a little bit for the turn. Is there anything you were trying to do specifically? Just slow down for the turn. Okay. I expected everyone else to turn left. <laughs> At least one. Well, on a six-degree turn, we made it. That's true, too. Yeah, Graveyard also turned. Okay, so the next one is the two number twos. So you guys make yeah. execute, execute a perfect drift turn. Bridget Bixby holding on to the back like, woo! And then you guys bump along this dock, and you start making the turn perfectly. But then we had a number six? Yes. Uh, can I use my turn to repair our car? Uh, sure. I'd allow that. Then I would like to try to repair the car as much as I can in a turn. Yeah, there's no rules for that, so tell me what you do and we'll just figure it out. <laughs> um, let's say that uh, Ignatius, being uh, an artificer, uh, climbs out the the thing, pops the hood while we're in motion, and like tinkers with the engine to fix some of the damage. <laughs> so you guys, the rest of you who could see well, <laughs> suddenly the hood <laughs> flies up in front of your view, but you go in there with your tinkerer's, you know, abilities, and you start working on it. And, uh, you know, you notice a little bit of, uh, I'm going to say you notice a little bit of Bixby's inventions and whatnot, kind of in line with your father's a little bit. He, You can tell he took a little bit from the old Cogbright name, and so there's some stuff in there that maybe you probably recognize, and I'm going to say that you can mm -hmm. you can repair it a little bit. Why don't you roll a d6, and we'll just say that's how much damage you... Four. So you you repair four damage on the car. Amazing. All right. Anything else, you guys? Oh, wait, it's cool points. Uh, we're getting there. I'm sorry. Uh, I said you are going 70 speeds? Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's good that you repaired because you just took two more damage. Sorry. But you gained three points of success. How many you guys got, and do you want to use them? We currently have three. We could streak ahead. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And then that might be the last round if we do that. So if Yeah, I don't know how much time the uh, the shortcut cut off, but if it's a good one, we might actually be where we need to be. Yeah. So you guys use all three of your cool points to streak ahead? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so. So you guys come up out of the docks and you like Dukes of Hazard jump the, you know, road <laughs> bend. I don't can't figure out why I can't think of the word hill. There we go. You jump the hill <laughs> and you launch, and there Bridget and those guys and Grizz are flying. Grizz is just getting banged. He's like upside down in the cart. <laughs> it's nonsense. And you guys hit the gas. You're going 100 speeds percent, based on my math. As you guys come up and <laughs> land, the other two cars get lost behind you, but. You land and you've got a straight shot to the police station and you notice that Cole and the rest of the Rusty Gears have figured out a way to get close to you. They're not that close, but they are still on your tail and you got about two rounds, you figure, instead of six, you dropped it down to four. So you have about two rounds left to get to the police station and Cole and his Rusty Gear dudes are on your tail. Lock in your next options. (laughs) Is it a straightaway to the police station from here? It's a straight-on shot to the police station. Hmm. We're at maximum speed. Yeah, max speed. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one, go. Six. Four. Six. Is that a four, four. graveyard? Okay, so the two fours. Why don't you guys go ahead? Uh, Chico, why don't you go first, unless you guys care? I'm going to chuck my broom out behind the car and try to trip him up. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah it says it says right on the sheet here it works against cars does it i was just gonna say let me look oh it does say it works well, if you look here the fine print says the ultimate anti-raccoon weapon also works against people and cars there you go okay so having mastered the art of the broomstick you reach out of the car and huck it and i'm gonna say it whizzes over the top of Cole's car, but it hits two other cars. And yes. for some reason, like, purposeful, purpose, <laughs> er, sorry, perfectly goes into, like, the car spokes, and they both flip over themselves, and it, there's a big explosion of craziness in the background. Nice, nice. Graveyard, what do you got for me? <laughs> there's three cars left. I am throwing the spare tire. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that i have okay and uh if it's at if there's a windshield i'm gonna throw it at the windshield to try to crack it okay to screw up his visibility if there isn't one i'm gonna try to throw it on the road so that when he goes over it hopefully it will jam up under his axle or something i'll I'll give you the choice because there is a windshield but we do either way i'll i'll do the windshield then it seems like a less tricky shot why don't you roll for ferociousness or alacrity to see how bad you damage it. If you get a couple successes, I'll... Okay, I'll use alacrity, and let's see what we get. I have one success. Okay, so you get a pretty solid crack, and you see this guy Cole swerve over, and he he can't quite see, and so he, he keeps his speed up, and he grabs one of the other dudes out of their car, 
puts them in his car and their car swerves off the road and it explodes and he says step on the gas and Cole <laughs> climbs out and is hanging out of the front like of the car it looks like he's going to try to jump at Grizz on this next round but there's just two cars left and that was the fours so there was a six yeah okay sorry two sixes two sixes okay I'm sorry <laughs> go for it Ignatius you can go first no you go ahead and go first Okay, I would like to crawl down. It's like daisy chained vehicles. Yeah. So I, I see Cole is gonna jump onto mm-hmm. Grizz. So I'd like to crawl and be present, you know, to to do nothing with my little raccoon paws. <laughs> okay, you clamber over Bridget and Bixby, and you're. Do you want to get onto like Grizz's little jail cart? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're on top of the cart. Yeah. You, you just want to be there for the moment? If nobody's there, I feel like it's easy to lose. That's true. And so, uh, Ignatius. So with this being a modification of my father's inventions, I assume Ignatius has tinkered with these and knows them better than Bixby would, correct? I will say with the clockwork sides of things, but not in a cart form. That was very much well, a Well, what I'm wondering thing. is, can I tinker with them enough to give us a little burst of speed to get away from coal? To... Like, push it over 100. Oh, I see. You want to go up to 11. <laughs> yeah, let's, this one goes to 11. All right. I will say you can roll, roll whatever you think makes sense. I guess that'd probably be chutzpah, Ch- yeah. And you can add one because it's your backstory. <laughs> Let's hope this one's a success. A six. Whew. <laughs> Three, two, two, one, six. Okay, so a narrow a narrow success. You managed to pull ahead of Cole with your 110 speeds per hour. And you are getting close to the police station. You guys are one round away from this police station. Um, and I'm going to say that... You, we got to roll for cool points, I guess. So you're going 110. So you get 11 d6s. You have two successes so far. You have five successes total, and one damage. Oh no! What's our damage? Well, he healed some. Yeah, we're at five out of ten. Yeah, five out of ten. So okay. we're we're in pretty good shape. Okay, because if we hadn't been healed. Oh, if we hadn't been healed, we'd be SOL. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> how many cool points do you guys have, and do you want to spend eight. them? You have eight. I think we should spend all eight to really cool speed up and spin into the uh, police station. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and I have a name for it now: the Nicomoy Drift. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking too. Kind of whip ourselves around where they're behind us, and then get get the the jail car in there, also uh, the wheelchair, and then have the thing is closed down. We just park right there. I will say, and at the same yeah. time, all of us stick our middle fingers out the windows. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys can do that. However, we had technically one more round. So, do you want to do that now, or do you want to do that with all your cool points at the end of the next round? It's up to you. Because if you do it now, you're not quite in the police station yet. You're just doing a sweet drift slide speed up cool thing to get ready to go in there. I think we need to wait till we're there. We need to wait. Okay. So for this round, I need everyone. This is the last 
potential round. I need everyone to decide what you're going to do. You're going as fast as you possibly can. It seems like they can't do anything to catch up, you think. And so I need everyone to lock in. However, I will say that in this moment, you see Cole curse, you know, do one of those like, dang it, arms, I don't know. And he bangs on the hood of the car and like Grizz's car that you never got to see, you see the dude inside reach down and slam his fist down on the red button that was there that you guys stopped Grizz from ever using. Two rockets fold out like it's men in black, fold out of the back of the car (laughs) and fire. And their car is propelled forward so fast that Cole is slammed up right on against the prison cart. And so that's the moment here. You guys all need to decide what you're going to do. Okay, are you ready? Cole is within distance to grab Grizz. Okay, three, two, one, reveal. Six. Six. (laughs) Chico with the brakes. Chico with the brakes. Chico (laughs) brakes. All right, Chico, what do you do? Did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you said Chico. Chico, yeah, what do you do? Uh, What's it's your... my intention. We're going real fast. And we're coming up to the end. I imagine we're coming up straight into the jail. So yeah. I'm just putting on the brakes. Okay, so you're it's, you're like the beginning of coming the to drift. the end. We're going to be doing a trickamoy drift or a nickamoy drift, <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to call it. And so the I'm just prepping for that. Drift. Right. I, I like to imagine that's my job to hit the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> you're on drift <laughs> duty. And it's not the little brake at the bottom for this. It's the e-brake, right? You got to pull it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, drift. yeah. All right. And you guys were all sixes? Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I go first? No. I would like to get to the back where he is holding on to the cage and try to grab Bridget's handcuffs and cuff him to the cage. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Because we're about to back into the police station. Now we got two of them. Okay. Two birds, two bounties, one adventure. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So I try to like hop on the hood and run over the like basically like moving train run across our cars and Bridget and the thing and try to hook him with the the handcuffs. I like it. I'll say that uh uh as you're running up um, Bridget, you know, you yell at Bridget and what she wants to do is she hands you the handcuffs she goes, here you go, and Bixby goes a cockbride, eh? And uh, looks right at you and uh, he says, here try this, and he slides underneath you a weird little, like, launchy pad <laughs> that he just carried out with him for some reason. <laughs> he slides it underneath <laughs> you and you launch and it expends these springs and you fly up and you do a flip over and you land next to Catherine. And while I do that, I scream, call Brad away. <laughs> and so you land next to Catherine with the intention of handcuffing him. And that's fine. Catherine, do you want to do anything in coinciding with this? Or are you doing something else entirely? I mean, if I've been delivered handcuffs. I yeah, like I could hand them to her. You could do that or you could do something else. It's up to you because he was going to, he can handcuff him too. I didn't know what you wanted to do. If you've got the handcuffs covered, I mean, do you, are the handcuffs all good? Yeah, yeah, he can handcuff the dude. Okay. All right. I think I, I roll gently off. <laughs> like I don't particularly like police stations oh. for some reason. <laughs> you do your subtle exit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go gently into that good night. <laughs> okay. As you do, 
you roll off into like an alleyway or something? Is that kind of your plan? I doubt I can control where I roll. I was going to say, why don't you roll <laughs> one of your stats and we'll see how well you do. Because maybe you do. Maybe you're great at this. Okay. Uh, alacrity, moving quickly. Okay. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to roll two. Hopefully I don't die. Well, and actually, I'm going to give you a point because you claimed that this, you don't like police stations, which is technically backstory. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and so, All right. That's three successes. What? <laughs> Three dice, three successes. Well, then you you do you do a perfect departure here. So explain however <laughs> you want it to be. Raccoons have a lot of fur, and I leave most of it on the asphalt as I bounce. <laughs> and and uh, you know, um, yeah. All right, and you skid off into an alleyway next to a trash can, and dinner and a show. <laughs> all right and then we have graveyard i think everybody has everything covered so i'm gonna go up on the top of the trekamoy and just start flashing red and red and blue again (laughs) (laughs) are you saying wee woo wee woo as you're doing it yeah i am (laughs) all right wonderful and you guys i rolled already you gained four more cool points (laughs) And took three more damage. <laughs> Sorry. We're still up. But you're still technically up. I'm Ooh. so glad I turned. Good call. I, I repaired <laughs> oh, yeah. that one turn. And, <laughs> that was huge. and going slower prevents extra dice. So, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys, Chico hits the brakes, hits that e-brake, starts spinning, and you guys... Uh, Graveyard's up top going wee-oo-wee-oo with the siren. <laughs> Ignatius and Catherine on the back. Catherine bails out. And so, Chico, it's up to you. You you realize you're the only one in the car. <laughs> so you hit that e-brake and you reach up and you grab the wheel and you start the drift. And you guys drift around perfectly into, I assume, the, like, wha- the, the barn of the police station. I think it's called a barn sometimes and then also it's a barn anyway you guys drift in perfectly into the police station and the doors close off and you guys win crash pandas for the moment we won and you slam into the wall and all the police come out and bridget's there and she says oh boy you guys are the craziest racers i've ever met Thank you. And uh, and she notices that Catherine's not there. And she's like, did we lose one in the race? <laughs> yes, she uh, passed into the great furry beyond. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, she's dead. Don't look for her. <laughs> <laughs> Crawled away to her native habitat in the trash as she is, in fact, a raccoon at heart. <laughs> that one was a raccoon the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> That actually undid a spell that was already on her to make her a human. (laughs) Um, As you guys are sitting there for a moment talking, you hear this loud crash as the car that was Cole was driving slams into the police station, breaks through the doors, collides with the back wall and explodes into parts. Is there anything specific you guys want to do in this moment before you kind of, we sort of wrap stuff up a little bit. (laughs) 
I'm pretty just kind of crawls out of the vehicle and just holds his little paws up in like a T-pose position. Just goes, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> falls over, falls back. All right, so Bridget comes over and she's like, well, you guys did exactly what I wanted. We caught Grizz. I'm so happy I can finally bring him to justice. And she leans over to... Oh, wait, you're not there. Never mind, Catherine. <laughs> uh, so we're going to say that uh-huh. That deal still goes through because why not? She <laughs> knows that you wanted to honor that. And so you guys can all have 250 gold to use, however that works in other games, and one get out of jail free card with a subtext that says not for murders. Ah, <laughs> I'm do- I was joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I was- no, I probably shouldn't be able to use it for that. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just a get-out-of-jail-free card. I was just being mean. Uh, whatever, Whenever you want. It's a get-out-of-jail-free card with, like, a little, like, punch punch card spot in it <laughs> that apparently they give out. Um, couple things. Ignatius, you look over and you see this car wrecked in the wall that Cole was driving. And, like, back to the future when he teleports the first time and the license plate is spinning and then uh, mm-hmm. falls down. The logo of the car spins and falls down. It's got that T and the E on it. And you read down there and you see that it says Edmus Thomason on it. And so the rival car company seems to be made by that dude that ruined your dad's life. Ignatius picks up the plate and looks at it and goes, pardon my Elvin, but this man is a scallywag. (laughs) And he throws the plate on the ground and stomps away. There you go. Chico, you notice one of the cops in the background is Georgie Porgy, but he does he see me? He sees you, and he knows, but he knows he can't do anything right now. So he he gives you one of those little like finger point and eye things again, and then he disappears into the night because <laughs> you're protected by all these cops. <laughs> I don't know. Can I retcon what I said when I saw the uh, license plate? Of course. I actually want to say, I demand raccoon pants and <laughs> throw it on the ground. <laughs> and um, Bridget comes over to you, Graveyard, and uh, and she she basically says, you know, ooh, sorry. She talks a lot about uh, how great you were out there and, and how she knows that your mother figure or creator would be proud and that um, she's going to give you a little little like honorary Nicomoy town guard badge because I don't think you're actually a member of this town guard right <laughs> yeah. no I'm uh, not from this so place. she's going to give you like so that a was deputized a... you know like <laughs> badge that you can use like a six pointed star yeah, exactly. does that mean he needs to use his get out of jail free card already for uh, gross bodily harm <laughs> to our little goblin friend here no, no, no. That was you were, of course, in a police operation, and so any oh. injury that you cause to civilians is fair game. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I wish I would have known that beforehand. I would have been far less careful. I didn't hurt a civilian. That's true. You hurt a criminal, and that's completely fair game. In the course of my duties, I feared for my life. So you don't what I had to do. I'm so glad I'm not there. <laughs> Uh, We're the good guys. Yeah, so you get that badge. And you guys all receive cheers and applause from the town guard. 
Catherine. You rumble, tumble, roll into this alleyway. You slam up against the garbage can. Maybe you sell, get yourself a little snack. And uh, <laughs> you stand up, brush yourself off, and uh, you feel this tingling sensation of somebody watching you from behind. And you, I assume you want to turn around. Maybe you don't. Someone's watching you. I climb. You climb. Uh, yeah, climb first. Look later, man. So you climb up the <laughs> building next to you, and you scramble up like a little raccoon, because you are a raccoon, and you go up to the top. <laughs> and as you get up to the top, you look across to the other building next to you, and locking eyes with you from too far away to do anything about is a tiny little moth with <laughs> a cowl and a cloak. <laughs> and he looks your way, and he says... I am the justice that flies in the night. <laughs> I am the annoyance that will put holes in your clothes. I am Batman. <laughs> and then he flaps away, knowing he knows. He knows. And you guys have finished. And we'll say, Bixby, if you want, Bixby turns you back into people. Maybe you want to stay raccoons. I don't care, because you've defeated Crash Pandas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That was a fun moth. game. Bat I enjoyed that. The best. Okay. So I think that's it for this episode. So I want to thank everybody for joining us for this nonsensical voyage into the night racing of Nicomoy. Joining us tonight were Graveyard Shift. Hello. Ignatius Cogbright. Good evening. Catherine Scott. Do you know they say stop making air conditioner and HVAC jokes sometimes when they get tired of them. They say, I am not a fan. <laughs> I don't know. I knew it was going to be bad, but I still left. And Chico Barrett. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night, everybody. I just want to say that joke blew me away. <laughs> Good night. I'm a big fan. There you go. <laughs> mm. Oh. Hello, it's the part of the show where we recommend a podcast to you, dear podcast listeners. Have you heard of Echo Box? Gossip Girl meets Greek myths in this audio drama retelling of the gods and goddesses as celebrities in Los Angeles. Echo is just a voice, but she knows all of their dirty little secrets, and she lets them out weekly. Check out Echo Box, a podcast.